Oh, hey folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to Horrible Horror, Tough Guy, So Bad, It's Scary. When you take a group of aging, pastor prime, retired wrestlers, lock them up in an abandoned prison with hundreds of poorly done zombies, you get the makings of a beautiful disaster. We watched Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies. We watched it so you don't have to. So what you gonna do when pro wrestlers and zombies run wild on you, brother? Cut the music. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, out of shape, moon goon, sweat hogs to listen up as I introduce us. My name is Marshall Hampton, and I am the host of the reigning, defending, undisputed shitty horror movie podcast, Horrible Horror. And joining me ringside is the one, the only, C.A. Slater, a.k.a. Reginald Blackwell the third, aka Aaron Southworth. Once you go Blackwell, you never go back. Well, that is so true. Welcome. It's a rainy day here in St. Louis, but we are pumped. It was WrestleMania weekend, and so no better way to celebrate WrestleMania than to take on pro wrestlers versus zombies, brother. Bum bum bum. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, there we go. We needed a woo. That's right, Moongoons. We did Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies. Oh, my God. This movie was released on March 28th of 2014, straight to DVD. Uh, it was released by Troma, but I don't think like, they didn't. Like, it wasn't a Lloyd Kaufman right. movie. They just re, uh, handled the DVD release and production. Uh, it was written and directed by a guy named Cody Knotts. Uh, you can find this, this beautiful disaster of a movie on uh, Amazon, YouTube, iTunes, and Google Play. It's free on Amazon if you have a Prime account right now. It's totally free. so that's yeah. So uh, to help you know, kind of put a nice little bow on the end of WrestleMania weekend. Why not watch it? Exactly. Uh, it, it stars a oh my god. The cast is a bunch of old Pastor Prime aging wrestlers. Several Hall of Famers. We have Roddy Roddy Piper, really the lead. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh. Whoa! Uh, Matt Hardy. Shane the franchise Douglas. And we also have the man who is just inducted into the Hall of Fame this year, Kurt Angle himself. The Olympic hero is in this shitty movie. Uh, we not also, enough, though. Yeah, not enough. Uh, we also have Rebby Sky. Now, some of the wrestling fans out there know her. She was a, I think, TNA rest, female yeah. personality. Uh, she's actually married to Matt Hardy currently. Yeah. Uh, they were married on October 5th of 2013, so just about a year before this movie, they did this movie. Uh, and then we also have... A guy named Ashton Amherst, who I, from what I understand, is an indie wrestler. And then we have Taya Parker. Now, Taya Parker has nothing to do with wrestling whatsoever, nope. uh, but she stars in the upcoming Beach Massacre at Kill Devil Hills uh, in theaters right now. Actually, April first came out in theaters somewhere, huh. somewhere, somewhere. Uh, 
she starred in Behind the Music with Brett Michaels and was a contestant on the winner and the winner of the VH1 reality show Rock of Love with Brett Michaels, where she competed with other girls to be Brett Michaels' girlfriend. Hot damn. Where she and she won, so she briefly did date Brett Michaels after the show. Weird competition. Yep. And also in 2009, she was the Penthouse Pent of the Year has been, and has been in several special editions of Playboy as well. It's like women competing for VD. <laughs> That's your prize, baby. <laughs> I love... Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh my God. I almost forgot. Before I go on to the movie, we, I can't go on yet. Uh, we have some... We have to take care of our uh, Horrible Horror March Movie Madness tournament bracket. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. It's the end of March. March is gone, but we're still here. Yeah, we're still here doing it. <laughs> uh, it, t- it takes a while. Uh, so, yeah, we just wrapped up the uh, Epically Awful 8. We're heading into the Final, Final Four. Four. I could come with a... What do you name for it? Just the shitty fuck it up final four. Uh, so <laughs> fuck it up final four. Fuck it up final four. Uh, so yeah. So the results. Here we go. In the first matchup of the epically off weight, we had Camp Dread going up against Ginger Dead Man, and Camp Dread actually pulled out the win there. I'm kind of surprised on that one. Me too. I, I thought mean, that at least Daniel Harris might be able to carry it. You know, yeah, but just, she's in for so little. It's just a bad movie. But still, but you got Eric Roberts. You got you know. Daniel Harris, who's horror icon, you well, thought that maybe they'd be like, all right, Ginger, and Ginger Dead Man Did you say sucks. Eric Roberts was a horror icon? No, no, no. I was talking about Daniel Harris. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, um, well, here, one of the voters, I wish I wrote their name up. One of the comments on, our, on, on the voters put it really wide. It said stupidity versus silliness. And like, yeah. that's a good way of looking because Ginger, Ginger Dead Man is what it is. It's silly, silly and fun. Yeah. This Ginger, Camp Dread was meant to be good and just failed. So, yeah, it's a bad, it's the worst movie. I agree with that. Um, Next, uh, we're gonna we're gonna come back to this because we had a tie. We have to sell that, so we're gonna come back to that one. Uh, next, we had uh, Terror at Baxter U taking on Thanks Killing Three, and nearly squeaking out the victory was Terror at Baxter U. Yeah, beating out Thanks Killing Three, which again I actually I agree with the voters I totally on agree. this one. Yeah, um, and then finally we and the historic first we had the battle of the the, the sequel is really the original taking on its own sequel for the first time in Holler versus Holler Two, and uh, Hollow Two is the one moving on. Hollow Two was worse than the first. Not they're both awful. They're movies, both but... really bad. But I mean, the goal of a sequel also is to be better than the first, and this did fail. Yeah. It was awful. It was really bad. Uh, and the continuity on that, I remember there was a bunch of like weird continuity mistakes of timeline and when that was supposed to go on. Yeah. Um, but going back to our tiebreak, what we had the final showdown. It was tie. It was I'll always know what you did last summer. Taking on Dahmer versus Gacy. Complete tie in the votes. So Aaron and I are going to sell this Ooh. on air. Uh, now it could be Brad because we could tie again. We could have separate votes, and we which case then we flip a coin. We'll flip a we'll figure out something. Um, so Aaron, what 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 is your vote? Which one are you going with here to move on? So <laughs> I always know was god awful. The ending was just so stupid. Dahmer vs. Gacy. Oh, that was like an abortion of a film. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go Dahmer vs. Gacy. Oh, fuck. We're going to be tied. Damn. I'm going with, I always know what you did last summer. And here's why. Maybe, let me let me just, maybe I can, I can sway you. Okay. Dahmer vs. Gacy, yes. Like I said, it's an abortion of a movie. It's awful. <laughs> but it was made to be awful. They knew going in it was going to be bad. It was a cheesy, bad movie. Uh, so that's what it was designed to be. And in that situation... So in that instance, they achieved what they meant, a b- make a bad movie just for 
fun shits and giggles. Now, on the other hand, I'll always know what you did last summer is an awful, bad, bad movie, but it was designed to be good. It was a much higher budget release in theaters. Big, it was. I know that one was not released. In oh, theaters. wasn't? I don't believe it was. Uh-huh. That was a straight DVD. But it had a much, you know, its production sure. value and oh. budget was through the roof compared to Diamond vs Casey. It was a big uh, franchise. Uh, franchise. It was also, you know, the wink, the, wink, nudge, nudge. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 and the studio behind it, you know, New Line mm-hmm. Cinema, whatever it was. So I'm saying the fact that it had so much more potential and money and everything put into it to fail as epically as it did to me makes that the worst movie uh alone you convinced me you sold me all right there we go i'm 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 easy like sunday morning on that one you don't have to push too hard (laughs) all right so there we go there there's our tiebreaker i'll always know what you did last summer moves on to the final four so our final two match our final four it breaks down camp dread Going up against, I'll always know what you did last summer, and then Terror at Baxter you going up against Hollow Two. So there's our, our final four. Final four. Two of those will meet in the finals to take the crown of the worst movie of the 26-27 season for us. <laughs> Man, okay. So who's your who's your pick? Oh who, who my god, my pick right it? now. Oh, if I had to pick one. Oh God, ah. Uh. I gotta say, I, I think it, I'll, I'll always know. I I think it's gonna make my my choice to make it to the finals against Tara Baxter. You and I think when it comes down to it, I'm oh god, that's gonna be a tough one. I I don't know if I could call that one because yeah, uh, that's those are awful movies. Again, I might still have to give the edge. I'll always just because of the fact I have to hold it to a higher stand because it was they put money into it. It was meant to be good and they failed on everything. Yeah. Uh, well, the other ones are low budget, so they get a little more leadway. They're independent. I give them a little slack, but Terabexy was awful, too. You can still make a good, scary, uh, low budget movie. I mean, we've seen it done before. We've yeah. done a lot of those movies, so we can't, you know, just go on just production value alone. That's true. You it's know? true. I mean, we got, we can't, it can, we it can to be done. It I mean, we had we have perfect examples. I don't know. I'll have to rack my brains on it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll think about it, But, yeah, I think my my guess is it comes down to I'll always and Terror at Baxter U. I agree with that. And the reason I think Terror at Baxter U is going to lose, and I always know, is because I don't think enough people have even seen Terror at Baxter That's U. true. The, the sheer amount of people who have actually seen that movie. And that we've heard that a lot in the voting. People saying, I just haven't seen it. I don't know this one. So I'm going to... Lots of times, by default, it just moved on because, yeah. uh, you know, this one sucked, but I don't know about this one, so I'm going to vote. Yeah, we did get a lot of those votes. That few, was a, a good few defaults, and, yeah. And that could be the problem with uh, with Baxter and Hollow. Neither, yeah. The fact mm-hmm. that people haven't seen them. Um, but I'm kind of curious. So, but Camp, Camp Dread could Camp sneak Dread out an upset versus, here. I'll always know. Now, that's like a that's a good, like, it's kind of funny because you have, like, the two – both those movies had production value. Yes. Both those monies had money put behind it. They had, you know, an actors and, you know, well-known actors in one and, you know, a franchise and in the other. Yeah. Whereas on the other side of the bracket, you have two independent, very independent. But I know. I thought the same thing. It's like, it's like the, it's like the, the uh, Hollywood, Hollywood versus, versus indie. indie. And then yeah. it comes together in, in one colossal. Show I can't and, wait. I know. I'm excited about this. So you know what else I can't wait? Talk about this movie. Let's talk about this movie. Oh, yeah, let's talk about this movie. Nice. Dig it. <laughs> All right. So, pro wrestlers versus zombies. Pro we... wrestlers versus oh, zombies. Oh, boy. Hold on to your turnbuckles. Lace up those boots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the movie, we open with a montage of wrestling action from some small indie wrestling show being held in, like, a school gymnasium. And I did notice for the wrestling fans out there who actually seen this movie, 
Coast fans, there's the ones who are going to watch it. I sure, sure. Else. I mean, why uh, else? Yeah. I, I didn't notice in the in the uh, montage there was a, a quick glimpse of old Kevin, Kevin Sullivan. That fucking god. The old Taskmaster <laughs> yeah, himself. Taskmaster. <laughs> Dungeon of Doom. And Dude, then, he's looking every bit of like 60. Yeah, he, <laughs> he just so. In his he trunks. was never like, he was never ripped in the no. shape. He was always at that beer belly. Yeah. He's he just even more exaggerated oh, now. It's man. just. Is more baldy. It's just like God, and also SoCal Val, I believe, is in that uh, opening mm-hmm. montage. So after the the opening montage, we cut to some wrestler, just some guy we don't know making out with some girl in a locker room. Oh, you mean battling Billy? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't catch his name, battling well, Billy. They, at this point, they don't even say who it is. It's, it's, I know. It just cuts to some guy making out with a girl, and Shane Douglas walks in, sees it, and he's like. Oh goddamn man! Son of a bitch! He punches wall and storms out. That's like what? We have no idea why he's pissed off. Like, so okay, well obviously it's like he's not happy that they're making out. Yeah, that's I mean, all we know. But that's we don't know who these people are. We've seen no previous relation to hit them or no. Shane Douglas. It's just what making out. Shane Douglas is mad about this. Uh, so the next thing we see is Douglas in the ring as as his opponent battling Billy. Who battling is the Billy guy, turns out to be the guy that was making out who the girl. has been losing battles to burgers for a while. <laughs> that dude's got a gut on him too. Uh, and, and it's like you know I'm I'm an out of shape guy, but these are professional athletes. You know I mean come on guys. Well okay at this level they're indie wrestlers, so they're let's not they're not hold they're not. That professional. They make money from what they do. Ergo professional. So I'll say semi pro. Fair enough. Um, so anyway, yeah. So Bally and Billy enters the ring, and Billy's like gives Douglas the finger. He's like, "Fuck you!" And the match begins, and it's harshly edited. Like it's yeah. really, <clears throat> it, it's, this match is pretty close to another montage right off the bat. It's really high it's, spots. Yeah, you know, high spots here. It's like a, it's like watching a Rocky movie when they mix it around. It's like four through seven in like one clump. He's just like. Yeah. It's kind of like that. And for any non-wrestlers, uh, high spots are like the big moves, like the body slams, the drop kicks, the yeah. you know, the ones that made the crowd go. I love Ooh. the fact that those are the high spots. Like, what are we, 1982? Like, a body slam and a drop kick is a high spot. Well, you know, <laughs> they are getting older. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, it ends with Shane Douglas giving Billy a pile driver and, getting a, three, pile driver. and, and getting a three count. Is it a tombstone? It the is beginning? a tombstone. Okay, I th- when I first watched, I was I didn't I was going back and forth. I didn't. Okay, I know they mentioned it later, but I thought in the beginning it was just a regular power driver, um, which would have been better. Yeah, would have been better. Um, so quickly we see something's wrong. Billy's drooling and foaming from the mouth, and a stereotypical like doctor <laughs> rushes in. She's basically wearing clothes and a white lab coat, and she runs into the ring to check on Billy because you know all these indie shows just have. A doctor in a lab yeah, coat she's, hanging she's around. Got, she's got a lab coat and a stethoscope. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's the doctor. <laughs> yeah. uh, Billy gets carried on a stretcher by several EMTs as it fades to the black. And then we hear some woman scream out and say, oh, my God, Billy's, Billy's dead. dead. And that's it. And then we fade in on a wrestling, indie wrestling company, promoter, owner, booker in his house. Um, and then in comes the evil villain. And we can tell he's the bad guy by the suit he's wearing, his goatee, and his Jaguar cane. I love that cane. That's a sharp cane. It looks like he broke the Jaguar emblem. Like, I the hood over and stuck it on a cane. someone's car and, like, screwed it onto a cane. Like, no, it, does, it looks exactly like no, that. No, no. <laughs> I love it. I oh, love it. God, I bet that is exactly what that was. And, of course, the bad guy has to dress sharp. Oh, Because everyone else dresses like shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> What else is just like in t-shirts this whole t-shirts movie? T-shirts and baggy sweatpants. Right. 
<laughs> you know what? I just thought like the one thing this movie's missing for red fucking fanny packs. No, those guys should have had fanny packs. There were. Was there? There was a fanny pack shot. Okay. Uh, God. All right. I'll, I'll remember it. All right. Because I, I was looking for. I missed it. Then I was looking for the fanny pack. Um. Anyway. So. Uh. So yeah, we had the back interviews, and the promoter asked the bad guy if like if this is legit. And uh the baddie pulls out a stack of cash, drops it on the table, and then the promoter's like, Okay, what am I supposed to do? What's what's going on? And bad guy tells the promoter that he is to set up a private wrestling show at the West Virginia Penitentiary. And uh Baddie says that the he will supply the opponents. So the pr- promoter hands him like this manila envelope and says, choose. And, so I guess this is a dossier of his wrestling stable. Yeah, like his roster of guys. Yeah. <laughs> and so bad guy looks through it and pops two headshot photos down on the table, replying, I don't care. I, uh, these two, I don't care about the rest. And the headshots belong to Shane Douglas and some woman dressed in a leather corset and leather booty shorts, who at this point I'm assuming is the girl who I was making out in the locker room, but we never saw her face. We see her from the back. Yeah. Um, so, and according to the promoter, the girl is the penthouse playmate, Taya Parker. Um, and for some reason, the promoter says, Hey, why don't I throw in another half dozen people? Oh, and he's like, he hates up, Hey, I'll give you Roddy Piper, Hacksaw, Matt Hardy, and his girl, Rebby Sky, and along some other wrestlers I've he, never heard of. Uh, he, oh God, what was his name? Is I there's an indie, like a wrestler, uh, I need to promote facade, facade yeah. yeah, which I like that guy. Uh, so. I gotta say, first of all, this guy sucks at his fucking job. Yeah, he does. He's just, like, throwing all his talent away. Why in the hell would you toss the biggest names and stars you have for no extra money? I mean, it's just fucking retarded. Because he says, for this amount of money, I can even throw in the Olympic champion. Oh, my God. Thank you. You, you, I was going to come up to Oh, my God. So, it's like, to me, it's like if you go to a car dealership and, like, I want to buy a car. I want to buy this Ford. Like, that's, like... It's, it, Shane Douglas is not a high quality. He's 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 solid. Let's say he's not bad. He's, he's not a used bl- Mustang. He's a used Mustang, or maybe a used uh, uh, SUV. He's a big guy. Sure, he's used. So like, I want to buy this used Chevy Blazer. Okay, but he's like, you know what? You paid for it. But how about I throw in a Cadillac, a Mercedes Benz, and a Porsche? You know, and just a handful of other cars off my life at no extra cost. Because that's what I, you know, it's like it's basically yeah, what this guy's yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so the bad guy sits back, strokes his goatee like the evil genius, and he's like, and they, but of course he accepts the offer. And then, like you said, the promoter doesn't mm. stop there. He's like, you know what? I'm going to keep going. I'm going to throw it's his like, Olympic man, man, crazy, Joe. I got crazy deals. I'm just making deals. I'm going to throw in the Olympic hero. Uh, so who like, is Kurt Angle, Kurt for those Angle, of you who Kurt, don't know? Yeah, he's like, God, this guy's a fucking moron. And for anyone who is not a wrestling listener or wrestling fan, Kurt Angle is a legitimate Olympic gold medalist in wrestling in yep. 1996 with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> he won it with a broken freaking, freaking neck. neck. It's true. Oh, oh it's, it's damn, damn true. <laughs> Get ready, guys. We're going to be. There's going to be a lot of wrestling <laughs> references. <laughs> so, um, so Batty wants Kurt Angle as a surprise and tells him to come, you know, make sure Kurt comes in through a side door. Which yeah. makes really no sense. Just make sure he's a surprise guy. When, so make, is make he... sure it at the, when the time's right. You yeah. know? It's like, it's... like, so basically saying, Kurt's only going to be in this for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he gets up and leaves. Bad guy leaves. So now we cut to some woman exiting what I guess is supposed to be a hospital. And she pulls out 
like her compact to fix her makeup. And while in the mirror, we start hearing like while she's looking in the mirror, we hear like a growling noise. Ugh, and like, then the mirror just spontaneously cracks and breaks for zero this, reason. This this whole movie is shit for character development. Oh, it, there is it's, zero. So it doesn't really have to though, because you're watching the movie it's because, pro wrestlers versus because of Matt Hardy and Hacksaw Jim Duggan yeah. and whatever. But it's, it's other characters. Nothing, 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 no development whatsoever. So this woman, I guess, is a nurse. I, yeah, I guess she's a nurse. At too. A, outside a hospital is looking at her compact and like Marshall said, it just explodes and black smoke starts to come out. Yeah, of it's it. wafting out the cracks in the mirror. It's like, what? Huh? Which, again, is a shit effect because you only see it when they show the close of the mirror. But when you show like the shot of like her face, there's no smoke coming out anywhere. So they kind of messed that up. And then you hear this growling kind of almost like weird guttural noise yeah. and then you hear barbara that's laura i thought it was barbara no her name is laura pretty sure it's barbara guarantee you it's laura okay guarantee shots i'll guarantee a shot it's laura sweet it's barbara it's laura because it's in reference to no it's not yes, reference. It it's not in reference to night of the living dead kick you in the balls anyway go on I, it's laura so anyway, she says Laura, and she turns around and basically she's a body covered on a blanket on a gurney because you know people just leave dead bodies outside of hospitals on gurneys all the time, just sure. unattended. Oh yeah. Uh, basically, it turns out it's a prank. It's an EMT pops up. He's pranking her. Uh, she gets pissed off. She heads off on her own. But we see that she's being watched by the baddie. We saw you know this you know sharp dressed bad guy and like one of his goons or something like that. And as she turns a corner, she's grabbed by the bad guy who carries her away. Now, we cut to Laura, tied up on the floor in some dark basement somewhere. Don't know where. Uh, Batty enters, kneels down next to her, kisses her on the duct-taped mouth. Yeah, like, she's... And this scene is, like, a minute or two long. It's, like, a long time for this to get going. Yeah. Um, So, and then he starts to unbutton her nurse's uniform. Again, what is it with these goddamn independent movies that always have nurses in the old white nurse's costume? Like... Have none of these filmmakers been able to a ho- been to a hospital or a doctor's office in the past thirty years? You know, it's ironic actually. While we're fi- doing this podcast, I'm actually in my scrubs. You right are. Now. You're, he is a nurse, and he is in his scrubs. Nurses wear scrubs. Doctors wear scrubs now. Like, nobody wears these old like 1950s nurse white outfits anymore. Like, why do they keep putting him in there? I don't know. <laughs> so I guess it's just like, sure, it's a nurse. Look, it's got the white hat and everything. But I mean, you would yeah. put somebody in scrubs, you're still going to know scrubs. it's a nurse. Just put them in fucking scrubs. Uh, and which are probably cheaper anyway than buying a whole nurse's costume. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so anyway, Batty gets up, puts on a plastic rain poncho via like Patrick Bateman style. <laughs> yeah, and, he does. <laughs> and he goes over to like... like to a candlelit altar that has a picture of Billy on it. Now, at this point, I'm like, holy shit, are these two, like, I'm wondering if these guys are gay lovers, because it's really kind of homoerotic, like, this candlelit altar, he looks up this picture, he's like, sad eyes, like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then he picks up this large, curved, black dagger. Uh, Aaron's trying to show me something. Barbara the nurse. No, that's Laura, the, no, it's, her name's Laura. It says Barbara the nurse. But they in the call credits. her Laura. You owe me a shot. <sighs> anyway, We're, I'm gonna go back and watch it because they call her Laura <laughs> in the movie. But through my entire notes here, it's always Laura. And I'm not changing it to Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so he takes his large screwdriver. Made it looks like it's made from stone, and he kills Laura with it by stabbing her in the chest. Barbara. 
and ripping her heart out. Uh, and then he takes a bite out of the heart. Now, I kind of like this scene because when I'm first watching, he stabs her right be- like in the stomach, but he digs no, he, up. No, he, st- he stabs her in the chest. No, he's... God damn it. Did we watch the same movie? Yes, he <laughs> stabs her in the chest. No, it's like right below the rib cage, no, and he reaches up that's in there. Where they, that's where they fuck up and show it later because they fuck up the, the special effect. When they see the stab, it's going in the chest. Aye, aye, aye. Go on. Anyway, that's semantics. It's no big deal. But I like it. From my point, it looked like it stabbed right in the, it dug up through the rib cage and pulled out the heart, which I was like, that's the way to do it. <laughs> way to go, buddy. So at this point now, the, the smoke begins to fill the room. And the image of, like, some guy just appears in bad guy's mirror. And the man in the mirror tells him that he's done well. Like, who's this? It's, like, just this guy up here. Like, I have no idea who this is or what. And so Laura has now come back to life as a zombie. Um, But apparently zombie Laura has zero problems getting out of her binds, uh, even though she's a zombie now and live lord couldn't get out a tied rope but zombie lord just boop i'm out well she also gained houdini powers yeah she changed so they're zombie houdini artists yes uh so she crawls over to the bad guy and she kind of nuzzles up to him and so again this is where the stupidest thing about this whole this is where i had a problem because i had comment on this the thing they messed up is that in my opinion when we see her get killed she's stabbed in the chest but then when she we see her as a zombie, she gets up. Yes, she, and, and it's a vertical stab too. He stabs her and cuts her up one vertically. But then when we see her get up as a it's zombie, a horizontal, it's a horizontal abdominal wound on her stomach. So they can't even get they fucked up the whole thing. Um, so the man in the mirror tells bad guy that he can now take vengeance on Shane Douglas and revenge his brother Billy, and then he he fades away into nothing. Did you not think it was Billy? At one point, I did, but I he thought said, it was Billy. But it's not. He's saying you can take vengeance for Billy, not well, say take vengeance, maybe it's the revenge evil spirit. Regardless, who the fuck is this guy? What's going on? I know you it, it never explained. Again, no character development. Nothing. <clears throat> uh, so now we cut to a group of three wrestlers entering a house, and inside they find Zombie Laura, who attacks them right off the bat. She takes out two yeah, of them right they're, away. They're like all talking. They're like, hey, yeah, let's go in this house. Let's check it out. They, they just walk in. Yeah. And like, hey, lady, you okay? And she turns around and starts biting. Yeah, she takes out two of them. Boom. Boom, right away. Right and away. The, the biggest one, the big guy, he smashes through a window. A glass, like a glass Throws himself door. through a glass sliding door and starts running away. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. I'd do the same thing. Uh, so Laura <laughs> files after him. She leaps off of a small dividing suicide dive in the backyard. The wrestler catches her in midair and body slams her. Fucking loved it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, so now the bad baddie shows up. He and rips a fucking light post out of a concrete wall like he's the fucking fucking. Hulk. I love it. And he swings it like a bat at this wrestler. And the wrestler. big dude's like, come on, let's do this. And comes up hitting like full swing. He rocked him with it too. That's one good thing about this movie is that they actually do it. I mean, these are almost all these people are wrestlers. Yeah. You know, even the girl who flipped through the air, you got to, yeah, I'm pretty positive she was a wrestler. The way she did that suicide dive, maybe she has some indie experience in the background and in, in her past, but it was, everything was great. <laughs> he got hit. He rolls down the hill. He doesn't oversell it. He sells it enough. Perfect. Yeah. But it just, the fact that we have the bad guy who now is like a super, he's like the super villain. He rips out a light post out of concrete. Yeah. With like one hand and then swings it like a baseball bat. <laughs> Knocking this 300 pound man like, back. It's not like a small, like little, like three foot lamp fixture. It's like a oh, six, it's like eight six, foot, seven like, foot. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. <laughs> he, so, 
The wrestler gets up. He charges up the hill at Batty. Batty lifts the wrestler up into the air over his head, like gorilla press style. And then from out of nowhere comes Laura. From who, out of nowhere. From out of nowhere comes Laura, who grabs the wrestler. And in midair, they give him the Dudley 3D finisher. 3D finisher yes. into his zombie head eat. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. When I saw that, I'm just like, 3D! 3D! <laughs> so, after, oh yeah, so Laura like, bites Get into the tables! <laughs> they should just have him go through, like, a, a yeah. patio table at that point. Oh, that'd be perfect. Um, So, the freshly turned wrestler zombies, now, they come out. They start eating this guy, too. And, I guess, this scene is so fucking bonkers but i i still i love it i love it, I loved it. it's like that was one of the best parts of the movie yeah this it, this scene is, is one of the better scenes it really is probably one of the better parts of the movie i mean there's great moments here and there but that's my fucking that's one of my favorites <laughs> yeah I, 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 I wholeheartedly agree with you it's great so we cut to the fucking 3d <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to the douglas family sitting around the dinner table uh <laughs> just finishing <laughs> up breakfast uh, the acting is horrendous. Uh, and after some chit chat, Shane takes his nephew Nikki outside. He tells the kid that he can't take him to his match day, but Shane promises to take him to the next one if he stays home and holds down the fort. So the kid's like, "Okay, Uncle Shane, I'll hold do down that. the fort, little Nikki. I'm gonna hold you to that." Okay, Shane, you're the best. You're yeah. the franchise, franchise, franchise. Oh God, you will hear that like. A bit, like a hundred times throughout the oh, movie. Oh, just be through, all throughout Shane Douglas's career. You mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's all that fucking guy ever said. Franchise, franchise. franchise. <laughs> you ever wonder why he didn't get over quite enough? <laughs> yeah. Fucking cut it out. <laughs> so we follow the kid. Shane leaves, and we follow the kid as he goes back into the house. And when he enters, we see that in the matter of like thirty, maybe forty seconds, that he was outside with Shane. His family has been attacked and murdered <laughs> by slaughtered. Zombies. Just, just slaughtered the by di- this. Yeah, the dining room is a bloody mess. There's blood and broken dishes everywhere. Food's everywhere. The boy enters the kitchen where he sees zombie Laura killing his whole family. The father comes back to life as a zombie and lunges at the kid. But the movie cuts away before we see what happens. And we go to Shane bursting into the promoter's office, ranting and raving about how he's the man that puts butts in the seats. I'm the franchise. I'm the franchise. Guess what? You heard that. You're going to hear that some more. You're going to hear a lot more. Uh, And he's pissed off about all the checks that that Douglas is pissed off that the checks he's getting from the promoter. They're all bouncing. And he says, you're just like Paul Heyman, Vince McMahon, and Jim Crockett. So according to Shane Douglas in this movie, Vince McMahon, the owner of the most successful wrestling company in history, a multi-billion dollar company, writes bad checks? <laughs> I find that very hard to believe. Very hard to believe. Paul Heyman had a history of writing bad checks. That one I get. Yeah. Heyman, Jim, I get. Jim Cornette or Jim Crockett Promotions, then, yeah, sure, I bet they had maybe some Maybe at one point here, there. And he, but, but Vince McMahon, I don't think the WWE has ever bounced checks. That's like why maybe people they keep first coming look. back to him because yeah. he's solid. And it's the number one place to be. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we do finally find out that the promoter's name is Cody Knotts, who also happens to be the guy who wrote and directed the movie. So the writer-director is also playing himself as a shady wrestling promoter. Uh, and Knotts tells Douglas that the, he about this private show and that how he'll get paid all that he's owed in cash and all he has to do is show up and get on the bus. So Douglas threatens Knotts with what will happen to him if he doesn't produce the cash tomorrow and then he leaves. So he's like, yeah, blah, blah, I'm out of here. 
Now we cut to Rowdy Rowdy Piper surrounded by a crowd of kids and parents. Dude, surrounded. Yeah. Just surrounded by like 40 kids. Like kids. I don't know about that one, but like we're talking like eight, five to 12 years old. Yeah. These kids are way too young to recognize Roddy Roddy. Piper. I would, yeah, I even think about it, but that's a great they point. wouldn't be like oh hot rod you know it'd be like me going oh shit hot rod sweet it, it wouldn't be surrounded by kids he'd be surrounded by like 30 something yeah going dude you were so awesome in the 80s, He's 80s man <laughs> wrestlemania one great uh yeah that's a great that's a wonderful point uh so he's saying autographs for these kids and then shane appears and the two of them you know like hey hi they talk they chit chat and they sign more autographs uh, and next we go back to Knott's office as Sarah enters. Now, Sarah is probably there for an interview. So really quick, before we get to Sarah, did you notice the part <clears throat> Sarah is walking past Shane Douglas yeah, and yeah, Roddy she, Piper? Yeah, I kind of walk. And Shane Douglas and Roddy Piper are speaking to each other. And can you understand what they're saying? Not really. They're basically speaking gibberish, right? Yeah. So it's something called carny. It's like... I know Almost what car- like yeah, I know what car- Latin yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's like carny ease. And he goes, he even says, like, she looks back at him while they're talking. And he goes, hey, she speaks carny. I just thought that was a weird little reference there. Huh. <laughs> um. So, anyway, yeah. So, she's there for an interview, supposedly. And, again, we have no – there's no backstory to this girl whatsoever. Again, what none. Or Who what is she this? even does. But she uh, – she tells Knotts that she likes the style of his wrestling promotion and that with the right marketing, she thinks it can become the largest wrestling company in the world. In the world. So she thinks she's going to take this podunk anything and like beat out WWE. The promotion that was just held in a high school gymnasium. And bouncing checks is going to become the global domination in sports entertainment. With the right marketing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Now, does that right marketing include a billion dollars? Yeah. Because then, sure, maybe. Sure, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so the whole time she's talking, Knox is just, just like Knox is being like the creepy scuzzball. Dude, he's just like <laughs> smelling her and like feeling, touching her, and like like this is one rapey motherfucker, <laughs> real rapey. Do not work for this guy. No, do not. <laughs> Unless you're into that thing, yeah. I don't know. But man, she just shows up and he's like got he's like nose and nose with her, just nuzzling in. And, I know, he's like yeah. you were Eskimo kisses. It's like it's like what is happening? I want you to be inside. And outside the ring, <laughs> the best I can be. It's weird talking like this, this close, isn't it? And she doesn't seem to mind. She's trying to play off like she's, a, you know. But I'm guessing she somehow. I'm assuming she's supposed to be some kind of marketing person, or like I don't know what she is or what she does for. The, she's she, wearing like you know, a, kind of like a business skirt, business power suit thing. thing. Yeah, it's. <clears throat> she's got a briefcase. Yeah, but yeah. there's zero explanation. She doesn't say, hey, I'm nope. Sarah, I'm yeah. a marketing person. There's no, even a sentence to explain what she does or where she comes from. Don't need to. You got Kurt Angle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she ends her her, 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 her uh, spiel asking if she wa- if he wants her on his team. And so we can assume that, uh, so yeah, uh, I guess, like I said, she's a marketing guru or like a super publicist or something. And <laughs> I guess. Nat says yes and places a hundred dollar bill down her cleavage and t- it says, "Follow me." Is that how business is done? Yeah, it just puts <laughs> money down to boobs. That's how business is done, Marshall. I don't know if you've been in very big. I know it's how business done in strip clubs. I, I, if it's a strip club, yeah, I get it. When I get hired for a new gig, I just like you know pull my shorts open a little bit, I'm like, huh? Where's <laughs> pull, pull, pull the, pull the G string right. band side? Where's my early deposit? <laughs> yeah. You know, put it in my butt cheeks, please. Now, maybe the million-dollar man could get away with that, but this guy is no million-dollar man. 
everyone's got a price. price. <laughs> I can't do the million dollar laugh. I can't do that. Let me see if I can do it. <laughs> no, 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 no one can do that. No one can. He's no. so goddamn good. Yes. Um. So yeah, she's like, "Here's hundred dollar bills in your boobs. Now follow me." And she's like, "Okay." And he just walks off with her. Yeah. And we so now we cut to Sarah. She's on a bus taking a seat next to Piper. Yeah. So apparently we've gone from his office like, "All right, you're hired. Get on the bus." Like, there's no explanation of what she's gonna do. Why she's on the bus? She's Who like, she get is? Get on the bus. She's on the bus with the wrestlers heading to uh, the, the prison. The, the prison. Some, yeah, and they talk about Douglas, Sean, Shane Douglas, and the way he acts like a moron. And Piper talks about how all wrestlers are a family. It's a big, you know, fraternity family or whatnot. And then we jump to <laughs> must be in an incestuous family. Yeah. Oh, then we jump to Matt Hardy, who has Rebby Sky. On his lap, sucking and kissing on his neck. And he looks to one of the other girls on the bus and tells her there's more room for her on his lap. And the the girl turns out to be Taya Parker. But Matt Hardy is portrayed as just a pervy sex addict, sex hound in this movie. Oh, Matt. You know what it is, dude? Like... (laughs) Matt got burned pretty hard, so he took up some uh, some notes from the Rated R Superstar, <laughs> you know, and decided, fuck it, I don't care, I'm just going to be a sleazebag. I, I'm sure that's not, I mean, he's, yeah, like, but dude, I mean, it's so, it's so bad. He, I will say, he's like really the only wrestler in this movie that has some kind of, some kind of different personality to him, like he's, okay, he's like the sexed up. He's kind of like a mix of RVD, because he's all laid back and chill, and then like Val Venus or something. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of weird. He's like, chill, man. It's all good, but you want to get on my lap right here? It's yeah, like, it's, it's so, it's so weird. She's pulling his shirt way. He's like showing way too much chest. I'm yeah, like, I'm like, oh god. So, but he's the only one who has any kind of character person. Everybody else is just kind of there. Like, maybe Shane Douglas, who just becomes a big giant who's asshole, just the franchise, the franchise, and then Piper. Mm-hmm. But everybody else is just like there and it's not crazy this one just really quick i want to mention and it's all through the movie so i might as well mention it now. okay it's just rowdy piper is older you know he's in his late 50s or early 60s in this movie yeah and he's like grandpa rowdy piper <laughs> you know he's like uh he's so calm and he's like the wise one and people go to him for advice yeah and he's like it's, the old sage it's not the right Piper. no loves. he's not the crazy out of control scotsman who's just un- spitting all kinds of awesome no insults it's like and witty one-liners he's just so oh it's kind of like i don't want to see grandpa hot rod <laughs> it's kind of a bummer well like lukewarm rod <laughs> just lukewarm room, room temperature ride room temperature ride ew <laughs> we're gonna have a ride make it hot <laughs> so uh the girl that Matt Hardy offered to come join them is Taya Parker uh the penthouse pet so she gets up she's like no I'm not gonna make out with you but then she goes and sits and starts making out with Shane Douglas who's right behind Matt Hardy it's like no that's gross but I'm going to suck face with Shane Douglas right now. It's like the worst bus ride ever. It is. It's, <laughs> it's just people like, what are you guys in the seventh grade? You just learned how to make out? Oh. It is. Oh, it's so Keep pe- it in your pants until you get to a hotel. <laughs> if not that, at least on a truck stop or something. Yeah. Fuck. So apparently you find out that Taya Parker and Shane Douglas have some sort of history at this point. But again, it never really goes into any backstory or what it was. That's Don't need really to. You got Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> Need to. 
so Sally, like all now, all of a sudden they're all like some little pizzeria eating, talking. Uh, Taya say, tries to sit down next to Shane, and she and he just pushes her out of the booth and onto the floor, which like a, because he's the franchise. Because he can't, yeah, because I'm the franchise and I can do that. <laughs> so Sarah kind of laughs at this a little bit, uh, which pisses off and even uh, Taya even more. And so Taya throws a cup of water in Sarah's face, and Sarah's all butthurt. She gets up, she leaves. Uh, Piper starts to go after because he's supposed to be like the Again. white the knight in shining armor here with a handful of napkins, but he decides to let her be and turns his attention to Taya. He's like, what's the fuck's wrong with you? And she says, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to fuck with your little piece of ass. And then Piper spits on her, gives her the finger, and leaves. Now that's old Roddy Piper right there. Yeah, yeah. That's a bit of old Roddy Piper. <laughs> but it's just like... It was so out of place. <laughs> it is. But yeah, he spits on her and gives her the finger. I'm like, shit! <laughs> These people are so dysfunctional. I know! <laughs> so now we cut to the abandoned West Virginia penitentiary, where some band is setting up to play for some reason, while Bad Batty Angus, oh yeah, bad guy's name is Angus, Batty Angus watches. Uh, can, can we talk, why is there a band here all of a sudden? <laughs> Just, there's a band. And then all of a sudden, a flock of, like, zombies just come running in, yeah. swarm the band. So they're setting up. They're like, hey, guys, ready for a gig? <laughs> <laughs> and the band just quickly overrun. They're all killed off. Zombies. <laughs> oh, my God. So now, outside, uh, the, the bus full of wrestlers arrives. They pull up. And the bus driver gets up and gives, like, the wrestlers, like, a motivational speech. Uh, yeah, the fucking bus driver of all people gets up and gives him the just spiel, oh, so which bad. I actually I actually have that clip because you gotta listen to it and how ridiculous this is when you just really stop and think about what this guy is saying to a group of like wrestler professional wrestlers who are some of them are Hall of Famers. It's just just check out the <laughs> clip. <laughs> Today, you will meet your most daunting foes for once. The outcome will not be predetermined. Win, and you will be rewarded with wealth beyond your wildest imagination. You have the chance to be heroes, to challenge the gods. Now, turn over your phones and enter the arena to achieve your destiny. Holy shit. Holy shit is right, Piper. What the hell was that? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> to test the guns. Battle the guns. Battle the guns. What kind of... Dude, these are professional wrestlers. These are guys who've been in the business all their lives. And the outcome will not be predetermined. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, so we're whoa. fighting? Yeah. Huh? What's going on here? Wait, wait, wait. Did Vince McMahon do like the bra for all and it was, it was a horrible failure or something like that? <laughs> Didn't Bart Gunn get knocked the fuck, fuck out, out by Butterbean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. This isn't MMA. Oh, oh God, I love it. It's, I just, I don't know why, but I love that so much. It's so ridiculous. It's the bus driver. It's the bus driver. Fuck, it's not like a promoter or no, someone cutting a promo. It's not Cody Nodger. It's just a bus driver. <laughs> He's like, this is my fucking time to shine. 
<laughs> Listen up, losers. <laughs> Jesus. So, so after a speech, Piper's like, holy shit, where are you taking us? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Shouldn't that have been something you asked before you got on the bus? <laughs> I mean, god damn it, you're a hot rod Roddy Piper. You're a legend. You don't just get blindly on a bus because some low-budget indie promoter tells you to. I'm pretty sure you've earned the right to know where you're going ahead of time. <laughs> So the bus driver collects her cell phone, except Piper, who says, like, I don't have one. And so tells the driver, even if I did, I wouldn't give it to you anyway. So now all the wrestlers, they enter the prison. They end up in like this large, open, like, rec room type area. And it has a, a, ring, it's already, a, a wrestling ring is already set up inside. Now we also meet Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who's just sitting there shirtless. Ho! With his two by four. Just sitting there by himself. I was like, how did Hacksaw get he just shows up like what dude he he's just like i only live a couple miles away i'll yeah. just drive on over yeah. not wearing a shirt i'm just here just hanging out uh, so sarah's wandering around the room and she finds a large pool of blood and then some guy comes over who i guess is one of the cronies for uh for knots or something and he tastes the blood and he yells out she's just being an emo chick it's just corn syrup and sarah says what can i do to make it up to you i'm sorry and then she leads him to a storage closet like she's going to give him a blowjob. Like, what is happening? Huh? It's like, I'm yeah. sorry. Let me make it up to you. Let's go into the, have seven minutes in heaven or something Dude, like that. Dude, if that ever happened, like, I'd call people out on shit all the time. <laughs> no, you're wrong. It's just corn syrup. Now, uh, you're going <laughs> to. Yeah, you know, by the rules of this movie, you got to go give me a blowjob in the closet. <laughs> by the rules of zombies versus wrestlers or wrestlers versus zombies, you must take me in the coat closet For and give me a blowjob. <laughs> So, meanwhile, two of the indie wrestlers, like, this black guy who, I think his name is Thomas Rodman, who is, I think, is, is supposed to be a Dennis Rodman ripoff. Yeah, he's, he's got, got the black guy with the sunglasses dyed hair. and the dyed hair. Yeah. And this white guy with dreadlocks start messing around. White guy with dreadlocks, alert. Uh, <laughs> they start messing around with the now busted up band equipment. Uh, elsewhere, Matt Hardy and Reby Sky, they're getting it on in the, in the, the penitentiary chapel. So, they're like, they're fucking in the chapel yep because because this whole makeout scene so bad it's just oh baby oh baby oh baby oh baby (laughs) shut the fuck up uh so now we cut to the man himself kurt angle and his bodyguard because i kurt angle of all people in this movie doesn't need a bodyguard but he has a bodyguard entering through a side door into a dark hallway uh a single zombie walks out towards him attacks the bodyguard Kills him with ease. And Kurt Angle's like, oh shit. Yeah. So Kurt, zombie, Kurt tosses the zombie off, goes for the door, but the door's now locked. And a group of zombies show up now. They all attack Angle. Angle fights them off. He snaps the neck of one. He double clotheslines two more and then power bombs a third. I love it. He is cleaning house and taking out the trash like Duke the Dumpster Droid. Dro- <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? There's, I do. A, there's a reference. I do. <laughs> uh, and, before, and all this before he puts a fourth one in his famous ankle lock, which then ends up by, he rips off the foot of the zombie. Which he finally realizes, what the hell? Yeah, that's not right. Huh. Uh, and then he hits another zombie over the head with, with the foot he just ripped off and gives another one his ankle slam, or as I finally remember it, the Olympic slam before yes. they sued and made a <laughs> fuss over it. I just wish he did the spin after that. Yeah, oh, the Does spin would have like, been with great. arms out, just like, oh, like the hobby. <laughs> oh, my God, that would have been awesome. Yes. Uh, so afterwards, he gets blindsided by Batty Angus, who hits Kurt from behind with his sweet, sweet Jaguar cane. 
just like a heel manager would do. Oh, That's yeah. straight up heel manager. Sure, it's like straight Bobby Heenan, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, uh, so Angus tells Kurt that he, or Slick Rick, he was one of the yeah, kings. Slick Rick Slick did Rick. Kick, yeah. uh, Angus tells Kurt that he's going to make a fine addition to his horde. I wish he would have said, turn out the lights, the party's over, a la Slick Rick. Ah. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> you don't remember that one, do you? I do not remember uh, that one. He used to say that whenever, like, Akeem the African Dream I was won, saying, I, I was or Big Boss. Man. Whenever one of those guys won, he'd look at the camera and sing that, and I'm like, okay. that's awesome. All right. I remember the Akeem thing, the Akeem the African Dream. Um, so Kirk gets up, lunges Angus, but he gets attacked from behind by another zombie. This zombie choke slams Kurt Angle, and while Angle's flat on his back, uh, he gets swarmed by another group of zombies, and he's killed. So Kurt Angle's done. <laughs> like, three minute scene. Our, your Olympic hero is done. Our Olympic hero. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now it's he may, he says something while he's kicking ass. He goes, Pittsburgh boys know how to take out the trash. Yeah, no, he didn't know how to kill zombies. Yeah. Or kill the undead or something zombies, like that. Pittsburgh yeah. know how to kill and zombies. When, I, when he said that, I was thinking about it and Shane Douglas, Pittsburgh. He's a Pittsburgh guy. Are they? Okay. I didn't uh, know Angle. Kurt Angle, Pittsburgh well, guy. Why yeah, I know him. The all this all this movie, Pittsburgh. It's all Pittsburgh people. Like, it's a big Pittsburgh kind of Well, Pittsburgh, thing. West Virginia is where it's filmed. So, yeah, it's just this Pittsburgh. I'm sure, Pit- yeah, local indie wrestlers from Pittsburgh or something. Um, or, I don't know. Well, it's Pittsburgh. Circuit. But, yeah, there's a lot of Pittsburgh reference uh, connections. So, now we cut to Angus leading his zombie horde down the dark hallways of the prison. And the zombies burst into the large room uh, where the wrestlers are in the ring. And just chaos ensues. Uh, there's so much action going on here and fast cuts back and forth that it's really impossible for me or for us to really action. describe it all and keep up with it. So basically, it boils down to pro wrestlers fighting zombies. <laughs> That's what this is. Simple. It's a Simple. giant battle scene. Uh, zombie Kurt Angle does Angle slam Shane Douglas yeah, in the zombie ring. Zombie Kurt Angle. Some, so this is kind of how the chaos ensues. I mean, you've got... Um, <clears throat> You, you're a big star. You got Hacksaw, Piper, and Piper, Shane Douglas, and Shane in, the Douglas ring. in the ring. Hacksaw's kind of holding off the zombies with his two by four, yeah. making sure it's like almost like a lumberjack type of situation. It really, it's very zombie lumberjacks all around the outside of the ring. And Kurt Angle zombie gets in and starts, you know, wrestling with uh, Shane Douglas and yeah. some of the others. Uh, so while well, outside we have Taya Parker, Sarah, some other girl, uh, the crony I mentioned her, and then some other idiot wrestler, or they're outside the ring, and for some reason. They're being completely left alone by the horde of zombies, which I find really odd. No focus. There's like, they're just standing there in a group like, oh my God, oh, look out. And there's nobody's being attacked by anybody. So, uh, Hacksaw and Piper double team zombie Angle. They knock him down to the mat. And then the very next shot, Angle has magically vanished. Just gone. <laughs> He's just gone. <laughs> just disappeared. Yeah. They just knock him over, and then they, you see like an area, like an above shot, and Angle's gone. They didn't throw him into the zombie <laughs> no. horde. They didn't finish him off. No, they just knock him down, and he disappears. Poof. <laughs> it's like the Undertaker trick, even though the lights didn't go <laughs> yeah, out, though. <laughs> no. Where's the flash of lightning? Where's the puff of smoke? He's gone. Oh, by the way, thank you, Taker. We'll have to get that oh, out there. Thank yeah, you, Taker. yeah. Uh, R.I.P. 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 Big guy. Just like yeah, your career now may rest in peace. Mm. Uh, so anyway, Angus calls out to Shane from somewhere, saying, "I hope that that piece of ass was worth it. I have your whole family now." And now a zombie 
Now a zombie, Shane's nephew, Nikki, emerges from the shadows. So we have Zombie Kid. So the three in the ring manage to fight their way out of the ring and over to the that group of others. And they huddle up like a football team ready to call their next play, which it's with Hacksaw Point, they basically just form the flying, flying v, v. And they run through the zombie horde and escape the room. Hacksaw was a badass football player. He was. Yeah. Um. So after I mean, his finishing move is basically a football tackle or shoulder tackle. Yeah, it was shoulder tackle. I don't know yeah. if it was his finish, but it was like a three setup. point. He get the three, three point, point stance and, and then just do like a running shoulder tackle. That was like a or finisher. Was it ch- shoulder tackle or a clothesline? Uh, but I, I don't know if that was his finisher, or just a setup. It was just like a thing thing he did. I think that was his finisher. It was like it was like a clothesline shoulder tackle. Okay. Well, yeah. I remember the three point stance on that. Yeah, because he didn't really. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Uh, finishers were much simpler back in the yes, day. They were. <laughs> <laughs> the days when a leg drop was a finisher. Sleeper hold. <laughs> Sleeper hold. Right, Piper, yeah. Um, so anyway, um, after they make out, Angus and Zombie Laura enter the ring, and they just stand there like king and queen of the zombies. It's just really weird that they put that in there. Yeah. Um, so out in one of the hallways, the, the dumb wrestler, the uh, gorilla presses a zombie over his head, rips it in half, Zombie intestines and guts pour down over this guy. Oh, you mean the former porn star? Is that the one that was supposed to be the yes. porn star? Yeah. Yes. The, the, I guess, again, like a Val Venus-like character. Porn star trying to go legit. Yes. Uh, who was an actual porn star? Yes, legit porn star. Oh, you looked that guy up? Yep. I think he was gay porn, too. Could have been. I didn't look him up. I Which was I, the funniest thing in the world, because when he was picking out... Remember when he was throwing away the, the wrestler's, like, used cars? And he goes, no, throwing this guy. And then that's when the one time Magnus goes, you mean the porn star? Yeah. Like, he recognized that guy. Yeah. He recognized the guy who's in porn. Yeah. He doesn't say anything about Hacksaw. <laughs> he doesn't say anything about Roddy Piper. Right. He doesn't say anything about Matt Hardy. <laughs> he's just sitting there quiet. And all of a sudden, he mentions to you, he's like, ooh, the porn star. That's totally right. They did do that. Like, he, that's he, his <laughs> thing. <laughs> Fuck. So now the group bursts into the chapel. They barricade the door. And in doing so, they actually uncover Matt and Rabbi, who are fucking underneath an old blanket. <laughs> Uh, Piper goes off on Matt for fucking during a time like this, but Matt super chills like it's all good, man. It's all good. I just took bung ribs. Yeah, man. Um, Sarah leaves for a second and then comes back minus her like power suit blazer or whatever, and she's now holding a machete because all prisons just have machetes laying around. Doesn't matter. You got Matt Hardy in the film. <laughs> Doesn't, matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't mean a fucking thing. Um. And then, so Sarah suddenly becomes like super tough boss bitch here, and she, she like basically takes her, turns into Laura Croft. Yeah, she's like, "All right, guys, you ready to use your steroid filled bodies on something other than each other?" And let's and Douglas is like, gets in her face, like, like he's like, "What are you talking about, bitch? And who do you think you are?" And Sarah's like, "She ain't having that shit." She's like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." She leg sweeps Shane Douglas, stands over him with her foot on his chest, machete to his neck. He's like, "You ready to chill out now?" Or something so, like that. So she just fucking. Beat up, like basically owned the franchise. She bought out the franchise. <laughs> she did. She's now the owner of the franchise. <laughs> she bought the franchise. Uh, so Piper comes up, calms her down, and tells Douglas they all need to work together to get out <laughs> of here. Calms her down like you would a horse. Yeah. He's like, ooh, ooh easy there, ooh, girl. Easy, girl. Ooh. <laughs> and he's like softly touching her. Like, You're right. You might as well be like patting her mane or something like that. <laughs> a horse whisperer. <laughs> Uh, Shane agrees, but as Sarah walks away, he's like, this ain't over, bitch. Uh, Piper confronts Shane, who wants to know what happened between him and Angus. Douglas tells him that he killed Angus's brother with a, with a botched tombstone pile driver. 
And then from there, Sarah tells him to gear up. So everyone heads over to a locker and starts pointing out weapons. Because, again, a maximum security prison would have a locker filled with bats and machetes just sitting around. And she knows exactly where to find Exactly them. where they are. Yeah. No riot gear or anything. Just bats and machetes for days in a locker in an abandoned prison. <laughs> doesn't matter. You got Roddy Piper in the movie. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring it. Because <laughs> Sarah's about to check their ass into the, the, the candy ass into the SmackDown Hotel, or I botched that one up. That's okay. Just like Doug has botched that tombstone pile driver on Battling Billy. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> he didn't tuck his head. Yeah, that's what he He's like, you didn't botch. You didn't tuck his head. Hacksaw's looking out for Shane Douglas in this movie. He's, he's buddies with Hacksaw's him. Hacksaw's a stand-up guy in this movie. Hacksaw is like the, he's the true blue yeah. all-American. And that's what he yeah. is. That's he's, he's, Everyone loves Hacksaw. Everybody loves Hacksaw. We love Hacksaw. Yeah. You know, uh, how many times did Hacksaw turn heel? I can only think of once. Oh, yeah. I think what, maybe in, when he was in WCW. Do you remember the gimmick? There, I'm trying to remember. There was. Oh, yeah. He joined Team Canada. Yes. Yeah, Mr. America, he joined Team Canada. With, like, USA Lance Storm. can stick it, brother. <laughs> he joined, like, Lance Storm and, and like, Mike uh, Awesome. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. He became Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Because, ooh, Canadians. <laughs> They're so evil, those damn Canadians. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I just had to, I just had to talk about so, that. So they start to leave through, like, the side tunnel or something, hallway. It's so really weird, like, what they're going out through. And then the zombies begin to break through the barricade. The dumb wrestler, Hacksaw, and Hardy try to hold the zombies back, but they break through. The dumb wrestler's like, you know what? You guys got here. I got this. So he stays back to fend them off as the others make their escape. But he's quickly swarmed and killed. Killed by he's the done. zombies. <clears throat> we cut to Matt Hardy hanging from some duct work for some reason. For some reason. Just, yeah, I was like, why is he Everyone hanging from the duct? Everyone else escaped down this little truck. Yeah, like, like dropped out something. Dro- dropped down this little escape hatch. Which, again, is weird because why would that hatch be there? Like, it looks like they'd be crawling into an air vent, but they dropped down into, like, a hallway. It, it makes zero sense, architecturally speaking. Uh but yeah, I mean, now Hardy's hanging from like an air duct or something. Who drops down in the same area. The same exact same area, but hurts his ankle in like the three foot drop. And this is a guy who's been in TLC matches. Yeah, he's like he's falling off ladders and jumping off cages. He, <laughs> he drives like, he oh, rolls ankle. his ankle. <laughs> which later doesn't fucking matter. You're right. Doesn't matter <laughs> whatsoever. Why is he selling his ankle? He sells that ankle hard and he limps away. Uh, it turns out he's gotten separated from the group, and he ends up getting chased through the hallways by the zombie horde. And he ends up in a cell block where he turns to fight off, turns to fight off the zombies with various weapons. Oh, you mean the cell block for, from The Walking Dead it, season it, it, three? Yeah, it looks like it looks almost exactly yeah. like The Walking Dead. It's, well, it's a cell block, you know. It's got the the, it's the, so the cells and then the stairs and then, like the barred wall window, like whatever. I'm sitting, waiting for Rick to come around the corner, going Carl, Carl, <laughs> man, it looks so much like it. Uh, basically, this scene turned out to be, like, one of the old hardcore matches, because it's just zombies getting hit with, like, trash cans, lunch trays, ladders, and whatever else that happens to be on hand. Um, Matt does a good job of fighting fighting them off, and then he climbs, the, like, the bar, like, uh, walls. Like those, to the second story. To the, yeah, of the cell block to get away. And then he has to fight another zombie while climbing... And look again. It looks like two wrestlers fighting like on the steel cage. Exactly. And he manages to fight it off, and he escapes. So he actually gets away for now. And we go back to the main group, who now realize that Matt Hardy is missing, and Rebby 
demands that they go save him. He's like, we have to go back for Matt. And she opens the door, and oh, there's Matt. He's on the ground. He's trying to fight off more zombies. Crawling in on his hands and knees. And they, Matt's reaching out for help, and they grab his arms. They start pulling him to safety. And in doing so, Matt's body gets ripped in half at the waist. Matt's dead. Rebby's huddled over Matt's torso, crying and saying that she loves him. And that's when Matt comes back to life as a zombie, bites her. She pulls away as Hacksaw bashes Matt's head in with his two by four. As he's coming down, going, Ho! <laughs> I wish he did Ho when he did that. That would be awesome. Know. He didn't do a single Ho in this well, movie. Well, he kind of goes, Ho! He goes, Ho! And I'm like, Please say, Just I'm do gonna, a Ho! Just, just put an H there. Yeah. You can go, Ho! <laughs> Uh, so Rebby stands up behind Sarah and says, I need your brain. She's the only zombie in this movie that apparently talks. And Sarah easily kills her with her machete. She's dead. Time passes. Shane and Hacksaw, they're together by themselves for some reason now. They exchange some heartfelt words, but they get interrupted by zombies. Shane takes off running ahead of Hacksaw, makes it to a door, which dude, he leaves through, dude, slams this- the door closed behind him, locking the door. Trapping Hacksaw it's in with the, the zombies. Like, Hacksaw and Shane are like, oh, oh man, uh, thank you so much for helping me out. Don't worry, it's an honor. I love you, bro. I love you, too. If if anything, like, oh, you, you helped if, me so much, like, all those it, years ago. Yeah, you were such a good Hacksaw's friend. like, if anything happens to me, just let my wife know I love her. He's like, yeah, you got it, buddy. And then Shane Douglas just all of a sudden locks him away. Yep. What a dick. Yep. Talk about ultimate heel turn. Yeah. <laughs> Shane now, is, that's how you turn heel. Shane is a weird talker. Like, it, it, He's like, between him and Roddy Piper, they're the two main characters of this movie. Basically, the movie focuses around Shane Douglas, really. Piper ends up kind of becoming more of the main character. But it's so weird because you never, like, it's Douglas, with the movie about Russia's Aries, heel, face, heel, strong device. Mm-hmm. You, you don't know, like, what you're supposed to do with Shane Douglas. Is he supposed to be the good guy? Is he supposed to, are you supposed to hate him? Because he's an asshole douche. I can't stand him in this movie. He's annoying as shit. He's an asshole who tries to be Mr. Tough Guy all the time. But then he's also supposed to be like a good family man too, in that one scene. But it's so weird when they do this character; it makes zero sense. Whether he's the good guy, or the bad guy, it just it doesn't fucking matter really. But it's just, shades of gray. Yeah, you need some black and white in this movie. And but it, honestly, it, really, they, they don't. It's, it's pro. It, it kept to the rest of this have faces and heels. They have the good guys versus the bad guys, straight up, you know, yeah. kayfabe style. But man, you want to talk? The best way to turn heel is go against someone who's eternally a baby face, like Hacksaw Jim you Duggan. Heel, lock a guy in his room with zombies. <laughs> lock Hacksaw Jim Duggan in a room to be killed You're by, by zombies. zombies. That's yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's how you heard turn heel. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but where were we? Uh, Hacksaw puts up a fight. Yeah, he puts up a good fight, mm-hmm. but he or he's eventually overwhelmed, like everybody else, and he, he's taken down. So we cut to the white guy with dreads who's waving Shane over to him in a cell. Shane runs into the cell, pushes the high-flying dreadlock guy out of the cell, closes the cell, again, trapping this guy now out with the zombies. So he's done this now twice. Uh, and Shane says to the guy, jobbers die, not main eventers. Best line of the movie. Yeah, it's the best line of the movie. Best line of the movie is... I thought it was like, uh, <laughs> jobbers get eaten. No, not jobber, job, jobbers die. I, okay. I quoted that one. God damn, I love that line. I was like, yeah, that's 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 fucking heel too, man. Yeah, I that's wish great. they would have had the Brooklyn Brawler as that guy. The, the <laughs> ultimate jobber. The ultimate jobber. Barry Horowitz, yeah. yeah something like that. Oh. Uh, so now we get we go get the white guy with dreadlocks, his fight scene. And which he consists of him doing like all sorts of like high flying wrestling moves. He's good. He's good. He's yeah. flipping. He's flopping. He's doing all sorts of stuff. And he holds his own and seems to get away. He pretty much seems to get away, but the film cuts away before you really find out what happens. 
And we join up with Sarah, the crony, Piper, Taya, and this other girl who's just there. Yeah. They're going down a stairwell. And then it comes to she Taya. She's ballet? Yeah, I guess. I guess. She's just there. Now, just keep in mind, that entire group I just named, they're going down a stairwell together. But then it cuts to Taya and Shane Douglas together trying to open a locked door somewhere else in the prison, even though we just saw Taya with the group going down a group a set of stairs. But now she's teleported somewhere else. It doesn't matter because, man, we're out of wrestlers. I think I've said every one. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to matter. Shit's it's starting to matter. It's starting to matter now. Uh so we just saw, and we just saw Douglas lock himself in a cell by himself, like just like two seconds ago. So I don't know where they ended up, but she starts talk. She starts having a breakdown, saying that what they did was wrong. Shane tells her that the cops will investigate this and that he'll be a hero, which again makes zero sense what he's talking about. And why is he going to be a hero in the zombie outbreak? Like what's going on here? Um, Taya accuses him of not caring about the others. And this this conversation somehow ends up back on battling Billy, and saying Shane says that he might still be alive if she hadn't screwed him. With that, she slaps Shane in the face and walks off. So again, it's just Shane being an asshole throughout this entire movie. I killed battling Billy because, because you fucked him. That's basically what it boils down to. Pretty harsh there, but so Shane Douglas is basically admitting to murder in the ring because. This girl who he may or may not have some kind of relationship with, fuck, battling Billy. <laughs> battling Billy. Which sounds like a name of like a, a double dragon character or something. Like, known yeah. battling Billy. <laughs> old, 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 it's like an old NES game. Like, there's Bayou Billy. We have battling there Billy. There is Bayou Billy. Uh, so, so Shane says that, says, that fucking bitch will learn her lesson now. Fuck her. And he walks off in the opposite direction. Back to the others, Taya ends up with them. She joins back with the rest and tells them that Shane murdered Billy uh, and then that he did to get back on her and Piper says something that makes it sound like he too screwed Taya at one point. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, why yeah. did you kill me then? Or something like that. And right. Like, and that, something like that is like, Well, what? she knew that we hooked up before. Like, they're making Piper to be on this, like, you know, he hooked up with this lady. Yeah, but so why he's like, why isn't? Yeah, it's really weird. It's like, what's going on? It's like, but, oh, on side note, Piper's a player, everybody. Yeah, All right, way, back to the story. Back to the story. And then they just run. <laughs> then they leave again. They they wander back off. Back to the story. Piper still got it. <laughs> that bagpipe still got some wind in it. All right, that hot ride still a little. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so room temperature. <laughs> he just keeps it on the down low. <laughs> He needs a little blue pill to help with that rod. <laughs> keep that rod hot. But uh, so we go back to Shane, who's alone in like what looks like the prison's kitchen or something. And for some reason, it has a security monitor in it, which just so happens to be working in an abandoned prison. <sighs> yeah. Abandoned prison with a working security monitor. Night vision. Night with night vision. And on the screen, Shane watches as the the white guy dreadlocks running from the zombies. He's fighting them off. But he gets eventually he's finally and killed. Succumbs. Yeah, he he's and Shane just laughs at this. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Shane Douglas. If, if wrestling fans who know Shane Douglas know, he just does this shitty fake laugh all the time. He's like, <laughs> I'm the franchise all, <laughs> all the time. So now we jump back to the main group running through hallways. Uh, and if you, let me tell you, man, if you like people running through hallways, this is the movie for you. Cause at this point, almost every other scene is people running through hallways and Piper tells him to keep going that he's going to, he's going to keep these fuckers busy. 
and he ducks into a siren, which again looks suspiciously like a kitchen that we just saw Shane Douglas in. The zombies follow him after, follow Piper in after him, and as the fight scene starts, so does the awesome bagpipe pop music. Which yeah, is pretty awesome. it's like it's very, it's very almost uh, uh, Dropkick Murphys maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, cut from the same cloth. Cut sure. from the same cloth. Yeah. Um, so Piper fights them off one at a time with all sorts of kitchen utensils and appliances. He smashes one of their heads in the fridge door, and there's even a reference to his famous Piper's Pit moment when he smashes a coconut over Superfly Jimmy Snooker's head when he grabs a coconut and smashes it over the head of a zombie. Fucking loved it. In the sink, there's bananas around, like banana peels around the side, which he also like was putting out in front of Jimmy Snooka, and then he grabbed the coconut and bashed him over the head with it. When I saw that, I was like, ah! <laughs> Just like my inner Mark was going crazy. Yeah. Uh, so now the others are running down the hallway. Sarah breaks off from the group. She goes left. The others go right. Uh, the group of three that, that's made up of the crony, Taya, and this other random girl, they get kind of trapped like a dead end in this dead end hallway, which happens to be, which why there's a there's a wheelchair there for some reason, just sitting there. And I don't know why or how, but the, the random other girl gets put into the wheelchair and the crony, he ha- he's like, fuck you, bitch, pushes her straight into the zombie horde saying that she's going to make a good battling ram, baby. And the sound of the girl screaming is heard as we see the crony climbing up over the zombie whore to get away, saying, bye-bye, bitches. <laughs> and, but he doesn't get too far before he gets ripped and ripped apart by the group of zombies himself. So he tries throwing money down at Yeah, him. he tries throwing money. Like, here, take my money. It's like, it's, I thought that was really stupid. Yeah. I didn't think it was. Like, I, I know they're trying to be funny or something, but it, just, it, it was stupid. It didn't make any sense. Like, come on. Um, so we cut back to Sarah, who, you guessed it, running down another hallway. Sure. Uh, she's killing the zombies with her machete. Um, and these zombies are the easiest zombies in the world to kill. They they're, don't take just headshots. Basically, you can do anything to them, they die. You can kick them in the <laughs> knee, and they're like, ah. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really quite, quite follow the uh, the zombie cannon they're like having they're, to destroy the brain. No, they're, they're zombies from like the, the old second game. Uh, zombies ate my neighbor. Where you can kill him with a water gun, water basically. Pistol, water yeah. pistol. <laughs> sure. Uh, so meanwhile, Piper enters a room, finds zombie hacksaw, eating a severed arm. Oh, and this is the sad it's the moment. saddest moment the of the movie. The music gets down. It gets sad. Hacksaw's all bloody, but he's got a, he's kind of discolored. He's zombified. He and, looks up at Piper, but he's satisfied with his limb. That yeah, he's his, his, his arm. And Piper has, like, a little emotional breakdown. He's like, oh, no, not, not no, Hacksaw. Not, not Hacksaw. Not Hacksaw. And he picks up Hacksaw's bloody 2x4 and uses it to kill Zombie Hacksaw. Which you don't really see. but No, you don't see, but that's what uh. happens. So Hacksaw's killed by his own 2x4. And I will say, Hacksaw was, in my opinion, by far the best-looking zombie in the oh, movie. Oh, absolutely. These zombies mm-hmm. look like shit almost throughout. Even, mm-hmm. like, the Kurt Angle zombie had, like, a piece of, like, latex. All of a sudden, just kind of flapping around. It was barely glued on. And uh, But Hacksaw, by far, was the best-looking zombie of the bunch. Yep. Uh, so, I'm skipping ahead a short bit here, uh, where Sarah and Piper, they reunite. And after she nearly kills him, thinking he's a zombie, they hug and make up or whatever. And they and he leads her off. So, we go to Shane. Now, he's, he runs into Batty Angus, who tells Shane that it's over. And Shane fires back. That, a, that he eats punks like him for breakfast, and he's way too indelicious for the franchise. Uh-huh. Now, behind Angus is his zombie army, 
which Douglas scoffs at, saying that Angus Angus's pets can't handle the franchise. Again, not a franchise. And then, but then he turns and runs like a he bitch. Goes, Just bring it. Bring it. And he turns around and runs. Run, away. Yeah, like so much for being the tough guy. <laughs> I kind of liked it. Uh, Sarah and Piper end up over like like somewhere where they overlook in this room. Like they're watching. They clearly seem like looking down on this room. Yeah, so the franchise is run off, and Angus is still there with his zombie army. Yeah, and so Sarah and Piper watching. They're looking down, watching them, and they watch as Angus orders his zombies to set up a ritual altar, complete with a ring of lit candles. Not like a wrestling room, but like a circle of yeah. lit candles. And a group of zombies then carries in some some blonde woman who we've never seen before who's bound and gagged. Doesn't matter. <laughs> and they lay her on the altar. Angus hands his cane to one of his minions and then cuts out the woman's heart and eats it. Well, as he did in the, with, just with the, Laura. the nurse. Yeah. yeah. And pretty much immediately this woman rises as a zombie. And just like zombie Laura has zero issue getting out of her body. Nope. As soon as she does. <laughs> like they just fall away. She's an escape artist. <laughs> She's just like, fuck these vines. It's also worth knowing that we just watched this girl get her heart ripped out, yet there is no wounds, cut, or gashes anywhere on her body. There's barely any blood on her. So time passes, and now we see Sarah and Piper. They're outside sneaking through some woods. Uh, and we also see Douglas running through the same woods being chased by zombies, so we're getting some cuts back and forth. Um, so they made it out. They made it out of the prison somehow, uh, which is supposed to be all locked up, but somehow they made it out. And now they're suddenly at some, like, city park. It's, like, high up on some bluff or hill that overlooks the city below. And, and they, they kind of look and they go, there, the flagpole. Yeah. Like, that's their destination. <laughs> Let's run towards the flagpole. So, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, so, Sarah and Parvin, they're being chased by zombies now. Uh, and I will give the filmmakers credit here for the sheer amount of zombie extras they were able to get for this movie. I was about movie. to say the same thing. God damn. Damn, Damn, are there a lot of I extras. Mean, and we're like Walking Dead level-esque like, horde extras. It's insane. Yeah, there are so many extras. I mean, they've all got to be huge wrestling fans. Or just like, yeah, people, or just friends and people like, hey, you want to be a zombie extra in this movie? I don't movie? have that many friends. Nobody no, has that no, many but friends. Like, they put a case like, hey, you want to be a zombie extra in this movie? It's like, sure. You, <laughs> you get to meet, you know, Hall of Famers yeah. and wrestlers. I mean, sure, there'd be a lot. I, I, I mean, I would have done of course. it. Um, so Sarah and Piper get trapped between like the, the high cliff edge and like and the zombie horde and so they they sturdy themselves and brace themselves for the fight and cued the zombie killing fighting scene montage it's just sarah's hacking with zo- the zombies with a machete piper's punching them and snapping necks like like <laughs> throwing clotheslines you know yeah uh they kill off the first wave of zombies angus shouts up to them that that was only the beginning Angus has a Scottish accent, by the way. I haven't mentioned that. He's Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Watches, Why yeah. is he Scottish? Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Uh, Piper replies by saying, Battling Billy didn't have a sc- accent. Hell, but they're supposed to be brothers. I know. <laughs> what the fuck? That's great. It's only right. They're brothers, but only one has a Scottish accent. What's going on? Uh, Piper replies saying, I beat cancer. This ain't nothing. Yeah. Roddy Piper doesn't die for some weekend warrior. I'm an icon. Ask Hogan. <laughs> That's what his line is. He's like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 you're an icon? I didn't think you're an icon. Let me, all right, let me chug the Hogan and make sure Roddy Piper's an icon. Everybody knows Roddy Piper's an icon. <laughs> I kind of hate that he had to drop Hogan's name. I do, too. I really hated that. Like, He's he, a fucking, he doesn't need to say shit. Nope. doesn't need to say, ask Hogan. doesn't no, need to say he, I, I totally shit. agree. He, he did not need to be named up there. Um, Angus yells out that he needs more power. And because just, I can't kill an old wrestler. <laughs> I can't kill old Roddy and a Piper. woman. <laughs> 
with, with hundreds, hundreds of, of zombies. zombies. I can't do it. So and then from out of nowhere again, that same guy we saw in the mirror before. He goes, granted. He appears on screen with like red eyes. He's, yeah, he says, granted. I need more power. Granted. granted. And then we see more zombies rise up out of the ground. And these zombies are supposed to be like, Risen corpses of Civil War soldiers. Civil War soldiers? Who have not decayed at all over like the 100, 200 years it's been since the Civil and War. And they have got a nice canteen. <laughs> yeah, they do. Their clothes are perfect. They're not dirty, but there are no holes in them. They're, per- they're not decayed at all. Modern day canteens. Sure. <laughs> they keep that shit clean. So now Sarah starts to get emotional. She starts crying and asks Piper if they are going to make it. And Piper tells her it's not shameful to get knocked out. It's the shameful part is not getting up. And, and then Sarah's like, I want to get up. And, and it's that weird kind of moment where he's like, oh, yeah. Sure. He, yeah, he, yeah, he brushes like, her hair. He's barely touching her face and just kind of going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, sure. Like he's making these weird, like, weird Piper noises. <laughs> Like, his choices here are really, really strange. Weird. Yeah, that's strange. Like, um, it almost looks like we think he's trying to, like, calm down a wild animal or something. Like, okay. Oh, he's a girl. Yeah, and he kisses her on the head, and then he tells her that he's going to go find a path. And he's like, you say, I'm going to go. Uh, but so he leaves. <laughs> okay, come Here's here. a question. All right. So, they're buddy-buddy the whole movie. Yeah. Okay, now, I'm getting the kind of, like, they're teetering on. I can't tell if they're going like he's the old sage, like wise old like father figure to her, like or is he or she attracted to him? Have, like the, have a daddy because they're complex. not defining it exactly. one way or the I other. Know. I know because the whole movie is like it almost like it's like okay they want to hook up, but like, he's probably like, no. I'm like I'm yeah like the wise old sage. I'm just gonna look out for you. I'm, I'm the stand up. I'm the good guy. Yeah, you have, you know, yeah. I was you're obviously pretty, younger. Yeah. I'm older, and this is you know it like. They're, but they're yeah, not it's like clearly, a father. It's more like a father role figure. But they're they're. But there's that weird. They're, they're their trying heads to are together yeah. and like intimate kind of and, and touching. She's, like she's getting a little more like she's trying. She's to more put it into out it. More, yeah, more. it's really you're right. It's really an odd it's dynamic. It's yeah, really weird. I'm like well, it makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, see this, I'm just like just choose one. Piper's. Uh, I mean. Yeah, I bet Piper still got strange thrown at him. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, he's fucking hot rod. Anyway. I he probably yeah, did yeah. get strange all the way up till his, he died. Uh, rest in peace, Piper. Um, <laughs> so he leaves. He leaves her, but he doesn't get very far before quickly no, getting sworn and taken down. He gets like three steps, and he's just like down. <laughs> he's fucking mold. <laughs> he stopped the shit out of him. Yeah. He's, he's struggling to crawl away, but the zombies are too much for him. The zombies are about to bite into him and kill him when Sarah pops up and calls out to the zombies like, get over here, fuckers, or something like yeah. that. And they this leave. Is probably exactly the line. Yeah. The and, writing is really bad. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. They leave Piper alone. They go after Sarah, which I would call bullshit. Zombies, maybe one or two will, but not all the zombies are going to just get up and go. Uh, uh, and and she, uh, she kills a few before she gets grabbed herself and taken down. And this scene that's like, you know, Piper gets beat up. He's like, oh, oh, oh. And then when she Sarah starts getting beat up, she's like, yeah. <laughs> she's screaming for help. They're tearing, they're dragging around. It looks like, this is very fine. Like, it looks her, like, yeah, it's her best. skirt's getting pulled up. I'm just like, damn, this is getting intense. Yeah. You know? I will say, she that's the best part of her movie for her is her scream. She committed to that beat, that attack scene and being attacked. Yeah, but it was like really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she's about to get killed uh, when Piper gets up 
and he starts to go to her to help, but he too gets attacked again from behind. He kills a zombie. He's fighting with by smashing his face into the flagpole. Now, Sarah somehow manages to fight off her zombies. That was pinning her down to the ground. Right, right. Kills it somehow. And then the two of them see Shane running through the horde of zombies off in the distance. And the very next shot, Douglas is running up next to Piper. It's so weird that shot of him running through the zombies because they've got, they're like. It's like this chain, like path with like a chain and the zombies are lining the path and it's almost like he's giving high fives yeah. when he's running <laughs> it's by like he's running through like the the, the way the, a, a, a wrestling match he's like yeah through the fans, like high five the exactly fans. it's ex- that's a perfect description like running through the aisle at a wrestling event yeah. you know like yeah just like coming through the crowd and just like yeah running yeah. oh it, it, that, yeah that's and it's it is weird and he's <laughs> it, it, it's a weird uh weird scene uh but so the next the very next scene is P- douglas meeting up with Piper, and Piper gets real emotional here. Like, he, this is, like, his Oscar moment. Like, it, he gets super serious. Like, <laughs> Jesus. This, I, I have this scene. Oh, it, it, Piper's a little hard to hear, so you got my, I'll try to do my best to turn it up, but just listen to what Piper's speech here. It's pretty, it, it's pretty awful. <sighs> what the hell happened up here? I know what you did, man. I take it anymore. I hold my heart in my hand. But when your best friend comes and slaps your heart, I can't explain that kind of pain. Go ahead and try now. Because if I die, you're going to die. You want to die, then we can just die right here. I don't give a shit anymore. And the Academy Award goes to Piper. Yeah. (laughs) What are we doing? I know. What are we doing? Pro wrestlers versus zombies. Let's break it down and get real serious here. I know. This does not need to be here. What is all. going on? And why is it if I die, you die? Like, if Piper dies, why is Shane Douglas going to die? Maybe he gets away. <laughs> it makes zero sense. It's so weird. It's the weirdest, like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's just, I had to play because it it's just fucking bonkers. So, uh, yeah. So, Angus and his zombies, they show up now. And Angus yells out that Shane deserves to die. Douglas curses Angus out some more, which he's been doing the entire movie, uh, and then starts heading towards him. Uh, and Shane gets attacked by his now zombified sister-in-law. He breaks her neck, says, I never liked you anyway, bitch. And God, again, God, this Shane Douglas is such an asshole. So they, they go above and beyond making this guy look like an asshole. Yes, they do. Um, I mean... I can't imagine, like, he's, maybe he's an asshole in real life. I don't know, but, like, why would you want to portray yourself as this much of an asshole? Like, it's so, I don't get it. It's, it's so, so weird. unflattering. Yeah, it really is. You're not looking cool. You're not, like, the cool, tough guy. You're just looking like a, a douche, an ass. Like, I don't get it. Um, also, can we talk about the fact that, like, Piper, at one point, in the, like, says something about when your best friend stabs you in the heart? Best friend? They're buried. 
they act more like casual co-workers or acquaintances we've been in the industry together here and there yeah sure like best friends like they don't even act like it in this movie at all like where where did that come where does this motion come from you know there's no indication these are best friends so anyway douglas kills his now kills his brother who shows up and it turns attention back to angus but that's when little zombie nikki the nephew saunters up to him and the zombie boy attacks Shane, and Shane... Piper is trying to interview. He's like, "No, I I can do this." But Shane snaps his nephew's neck. Then Shane starts crying. Yep. Oh, I mean that's that's about as much what it sounds like. That's awesome. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Uh, so now he and Piper they start to walk off, but they're stopped by Shane's zombie mom. <laughs> I know, it's like. They just hits keep on coming. And this is one where Piper's like, I got this. He's one. like, okay, buddy, you've had enough. And he Piper you've had kills enough <laughs> killing your own family. Yeah, Pi- I, got, I got ma. Kills her with a bat. Done. <laughs> so another wave of zombies charge at Piper and Douglas. And while the white wrestler with dreadlocks has come back as a zombie, he goes after Sarah. And for a zombie, this guy is incredibly spry and nimble. Sure. He's flipping over walls and throwing kicks, which, by the way, I've never seen a zombie kick before, which is hilarious. Zombie first. Zombie first. I guess zombie flipping over a wall, too, is a first, but yeah. still. Um, so Shane gets now Shane gets overwhelmed by a group of zombies, and he's pinned up against the flagpole. Angus comes up from behind him, wraps like this length of chain, like Hercules chain. <laughs> I got, let's get another reference in. It's been a while. Uh, around uh, Shane Douglas's neck in the flagpole. Or a foreign object. A foreign object. He got it out of his trunks, wrapped <laughs> it around his fist. Oh, wow. no, it, it was too small for him to pull out trunks. This is uh, like, yeah, this is a Hercules a, chain. A proper chain. Maybe Junkyard Dog before Hercules said. A JYD. Him. Yeah. Uh, so he wraps it around the flagpole and his neck, and then he uses his cane, kind of like a, a fulcrum or like a twisting, and he uses that to tighten yeah, the chain. tighten it up. And he, he tightened the chain. So Shane finally dies from this. As Piper and Sarah continue to fight off more zombies, uh, Sarah kills one of the other wrestlers. Turned around, I think the porn guy showed up, and she easily kills him. She kills one of them with a drop toehold. Yeah, onto a like a rock or a tombstone. Just like, or something. No, it's like or, the cement, or, or cement sidewalk. Sidewall. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, just drop toehold. Thank you. That's what she did. She did not like she was drop toehold. Uh, so. And then she also kills the blonde woman that we saw sacrifice a little while ago. Dude, in this fight scene that she has with that blonde woman and the other, the Barbara, Barbara, Laura, Laura, whatever, she's doing so many, like, Mortal Kombat flips. It's like, she she grabs a hold of him, pulls him on, puts her foot on their stomach, and launches him over. Kind of like a monkey flip without... Yeah. Yeah. A monkey flip. Like a rolling monkey flip. Yeah. Just does it. She does it, like... Four times in the span of five minutes. It's like, all right, we get it. You, you can do that move. Come on, give me something else. <laughs> so when the blonde... It's her five moves of doom. Five moves of Drop five... toe hold. <laughs> Monkey, Monkey flip. flip. Really, two moves of doom. Machete chop. <laughs> I don't know, punch. <laughs> her five moves of doom. <laughs> so the, when the blind woman zombie, she's killed. Did she say blind? Blonde. Blonde, okay. We see that strange guy again with red eyes screaming. Oh, he's, as, got his, he's got his hands on his he's face. He's like doing like the Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. And it's like poorly done, like CGI fire, like superimposed on top of him. It's not even CGI. It's like, like you said, it's superimposed. It's, oh. like, it's like just, in, it's like he's in front of it or it's, it's filmed before and then they overlap. They the overlap. Film. Yeah. Okay. Super, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, 
So, and, but now somehow Piper hears these screams or senses them or something. Some, the, like the disturbance in the force. Right. And figures out that by killing that woman, it's hurting this weird mystery guy. Which. What? <laughs> why not? How would you know that? And so Piper's like, orders Sarah to kill the other bitch. That bitch being Zombie Laura. However, Zombie Laura comes up behind Sarah, bites her on the shoulder. Sarah scoops up Zombie Lore and gives her a Tombstone pile driver, killing her. Fuck yeah. <laughs> because apparently <laughs> Tombstone pile drivers kill everybody. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a death sentence. Yeah. So Kane must be a mass murderer. <laughs> Someone lock that man away. <laughs> he must be stopped. Oh. So, <laughs> once zombie lore is dead, we see a group of zombies just fall to the ground. So, presumably dead. They just so, drop. This is how you're killing these zombies, other than, you know, slashing them on the leg or shooting them with a squirt gun. Yeah. Is you, you kill, I guess, <laughs> zombie one of Laura, the main zombies. Which isn't even like the king zombie, the main guy. It's just zombie Laura. Are like, we playing by vampire rules yeah, here? Like which, yeah, it makes zero sense. I don't kill the head <laughs> vampire, the other ones come back to human form. Yeah, you it's know, like, are, What's happening here? So, Sarah this Cla- is a new yeah. twist. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Sarah I Cla- never saw this coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're totally right, because I was listening, like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Why? Sarah collapses to the ground, seemingly dead. Angus and Piper, they come face to face now. They exchange some words, and they start to fight. Uh, but it's shortly. Piper beats Angus to death with his own cane, with the jaguar cane. It's a really anticlimactic fight. It really fight. is. He just gives him the old one-two. Yeah. He falls down, takes his cane away, and just beats, beats him. him to yeah. death. It's very anticlimactic. It's really like, well, that was not fun. For a guy who's also supposedly, like, from our side, supposed to be an independent wrestler, has yeah. some wrestling. You could have made a better fight scene out of that. He could have taken some bumps. He could have done right. something. Something, you know, um, I mean, a body drop or something. Yeah. Back body drop. Back body drop, yeah. You think it'd be perfect, but no, it's it was really like, oh, that's, that's the end? Oh, well, shit. So, yeah, and after he's dead, we cut to Piper helping Sarah up, who is not dead. They smile at each other and kiss. And Again, they, in a really weird, weird way. way. And they, the shot is like this glory shot, because they're kissing, and it's like an up-angle shot, and the American flag's it's flying high. Flowing, waving, beautifully flowing in the background. <laughs> as he's sort of intimate like it's, it's it's so far it's like right on the edge between like a we made it i'm so happy i'm just gonna kiss you be- yeah because you know we made it or i kiss you because i'm I, gonna bug yeah you we're gonna later. bone like, like you know? i'm into you now <laughs> it, it's get, yeah i agree it's really fucking weird dirty skirt it's really later. it's really odd or is it you know well, i sure do appreciate your help young lady Mwah! you know yeah, it's really strange. They're, they can't decide what it's going to be. The other thing I won't understand about this is that, well, okay, first of all, we fade away to a sun rising, fade, blackout, roll credits, that's the movie. Yeah. But before we move on, I, one thing I don't understand is, okay, first of all, it's, we've talked about how fucking weird it is that you killed zombie lore, killed all the zombies, but Sarah gets bit, clearly, right in the neck, shoulder area. And everybody else in this movie's gotten bit and has become a zombie. Really quick. She, yeah. Like they they she turn into zombies turn really into fast. into a zombie. Why is she not a zombie? And even if she kills Laura, wouldn't the zombie virus still turn her? Like, it's so... It makes zero sense. 
like how she's immune to the zombie bite when everybody else is like instantly turned into a zombie. <laughs> Doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> you got two WWF Hall of Famers. <laughs> three. Oh, who's the third? Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle well, he just he just yeah, I know, but you have yeah, three. That's now. Right, that's right, that's right. Shit. Kurt Angle, Piper, and Hexall. Who was in this year's uh Hall uh this of Fame? year was Kurt Angle, huh. uh Diamond Dallas Page. TDP. Uh the Rock and Roll Express, Beth Phoenix, Teddy Long, and Teddy Long is not in the Hall of Fame? Teddy Long is now. Jesus. And I thought I way overdue in my opinion. The ravishing one. Ravishing Rick oh, Rude. Yeah, most definitely. Finally got yeah, fuck yeah. One of the best heels of all time. Anyway, that's Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies. Holy crap, like I said, what a beautiful disaster of a movie that is. Uh Let's move on now to it's favorite kill. It's a beautiful disaster. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. Uh, odds and ends. No, I'm sorry. We're favorite doing kills. Favorite kills. We're doing favorite kills first. Uh, Aaron, favorite kill. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I've got to say my favorite kill is 3D <laughs> into the zombie brainy because I came out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> Did not see that coming. Did not expect it. Just like a 3D should be. You know, you shouldn't see it coming. It should be like, oh, here it is. <laughs> and they nailed it. I was just like so happy. <laughs> I smiled and giggled. But there were other decent deaths, but that was by far my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just thinking maybe Matt Hardy because the, the effects of him getting ripped apart is pretty good. Not bad. But and, and visually, yeah. But I, I, I agree with you, man. That The 3D into a, a oh zombie God. is great. So awesome. I just wish. Oh, I just wish they would have put him through a table first. Right. And go through like a patio table. Then the zombies eat him. Oh. Would have been perfect. Epic. Epic. So, oh. yeah. It's a 3D zombie kill. And, yeah. Well, what were some other ones? Just really quick. I mean. Well, we had, Kurt Angle had some good. I mean, the, the he's doing like the Olympic Slam, yeah. the Angle Slam, yeah. and and uh, he, he Kurt Angle had some good ones. Uh, Hacksaw just basically beat people with a two by four. Uh, the porn zombie, porn guy ripped the zombie in half above but, his head, which is kind of cool. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt Hardy jumped from the t- second rope or the top part of the cage with a chain wrapped around his. Oh hand yeah, he smashed smash his brain. Yeah, that was a good one. Pretty good. Yeah, that was a good one. But nothing beats three D. No, nothing beats the three D. Uh, I'm totally right. So yeah. <laughs> 3D all the way. All right, now let's move into odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, odds and ends are rating to start off. IMDb gives it 3.6 out of 5, or 10, out 3.6 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, movie's not even on the website. Really? <laughs> yeah, it surprised me. Not even a fan score or audience score. Now, Amazon, 2 out of 5. Uh, plot keywords, there were only 13, so I just, I'm, read them all off. Obviously, we have Wrestler. Yeah. Penthouse. Blonde. Zombie. First time filmmaker. WWE. Franchise! <laughs> icon. Legend. Olympic gold medalist. Uh, and Olympic, also. Uh, success. Which, I don't, and Bear. Which, I don't get those last because success, I don't see it. And Bear, there wasn't a bear in this movie at all. <laughs> I don't know where Bear comes from. Well, Hexaw might be kind of a Unless bear, he's considered a know, bear. He wouldn't be considered a bear. Some twink but... out there is like, ooh, Hexaw, but yeah, what a bear. Why Bear? I, I, I don't get that one at all. Uh, trivia. Uh, Roddy Piper put one of the stuntmen in the hospital with repeated blows 
to the head with a pot in the kitchen scene. Uh, the pot was given to the stuntman as a gift. Um, Sorry, I put you in the hospital. Here's the here's the bludgeoning weapon that puts you there. Now here's take think about this one. Roddy Piper's role was originally written for Mick Foley. Oh. Yeah. Um, this fit- he does say there's a part in there when he when he when he flips off the girl and spits and he flips her off. He goes, "Have a nice day." He does say that. Yeah, and I even wrote down in my notes. I was like, "Is that a Foley reference?" But nothing ever, you know. I was just like, ah, "I just think it was just weird." Maybe that was written for Foley. Foley yeah, and it just came out for Piper. Yeah, they just didn't change it. Maybe that's why he was. Maybe that's why Piper was so weird. He wasn't like. <laughs> Crazed nuts and but that means can you imagine Mick Foley kissing the girl at the end of the movie? Ugh. Yeah, that's, that's even, even worse. Weirder. Yeah, that's even weirder. Considering <laughs> we know it, like he's got a very well documented wife like, and family, wife and kids. Yeah, and, yeah, he's a family super man. hot daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the movie was filmed in 16 days in Parkersburg, West Virginia, and Roddy Piper was present for 13 of the 16 days of filming. He's main. He's main character. Now this is interesting. I I can't verify this, but I th- from what I I can't remember it not being true. So, Roddy Piper never wrestled the franchise Shane Douglas, in spite both of them being professional wrestlers for thirty years together in various promotions, but they've never had an official match together against each other. Huh. Uh, Thomas Rodman's part was originally written for Dennis Rodman, which doesn't blind me because the guy basically looks like a Dennis Rodman ripoff. Um. Director Cody Knotts was not scheduled to play himself. He was forced to due to rewrites on set to add himself as a character. So that mm. explains something. Um, Facade was a replacement actor for an earlier local wrestler. So the, the last minute. I liked him. Ashton Amherst, who played Angus, had his lines dubbed over by another actor named Scott Miller. So the guy didn't even do his own lines in this movie. It's not even the guy's voice isn't even his. It's just they dubbed him over. There's a lot of bad dubbing in this movie. The sound, like, there's a lot of bad editing. Which is so weird. Like, everybody else is doing, like, why can't this guy do his own lines? Why can't he just not be Scottish? Yeah, like, <laughs> why is it to be, the, the brother wasn't Scottish. I know. Why, it, it's so, what's a weird choice? It's such a weird choice to make. Um, Andrew Clovis and Leon Swergen were both Parksburg, West Virginia actors that were cast in the last minute to fulfill roles. Uh, Leanne Swerger was one of the nurses. Um, Maybe Barbara the nurse. Maybe that's the doctor that enters the ring in the beginning, not Laura the nurse. Hmm. Anyway, so uh, Swerger was also forced to take over his first assistant director. <laughs> uh, Adrian Fisher, who plays Sarah, was a teacher, and she was she was a teacher for of the director of photography and editor Joseph Ruscio. So she was his teacher, not necessarily for that photography stuff, but like at some point she was his she teacher. was a teacher. She was a teacher. Sarah. Yeah. The main, the heroine. Yeah. The one who does drop toe holds, tombstone pile drivers, and, like, pretty good roles. Yeah. Good for her. She's a uh, lot now, more athletic than she looks. Also, according to this, making appearances, cameo appearances are Sylvester Turkey, and I kept looking for him, but I didn't see him, but maybe I missed him somewhere. And supposedly the living legend is Larry, Larry Zabisco. Oh, shit. Uh, now, a little bit about Sylvester Turkey, for those who don't know, wrestling fans, he was very short-lived. He came and went fast. He had a short run with WWE in 2006 when he was paired with Elijah, Elijah Burke, Burke yeah. on SmackDown and, and the short-lived run of the new ECW brand. And now here's a neat fact about was it. Was he the guy who choke slam Kurt Angle? 
Remember when Kurt Angle was kicking all zombie ass and the guy choked somebody's choke it might have been, it, was, it had to be either that guy or maybe he was like in the montage in the beginning. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, uh, here's a, but here's a real neat fact about him. Uh, Turkey finished second in the 1992 NCAA Division One ch- Wrestling Championship. He lost the future WWE superstar and Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle <laughs> by points two to one. <laughs> he would come back and win the following year and take first place after Kurt Angle was gone. And according to Kurt Angle in Kurt Angle's book, It's True, It's True, Turkey had 78 pins during his college career, and he he's also appeared in the movie Evil Bong. <laughs> you know what? I've read Kurt Angle's book, It's True, It's True. Kurt Angle was never like an amazing, awesome wrestler. He just had the best endurance. He was faster. He was he was had more energy. He could outlast anybody. He would never stop. He was just intensity, intelligence, integrity, intensity, and intensity. intensity. The three eyes, eyes, baby. Three eyes. Uh, now, the final fight scenes at the end of the movie were filmed in five to seventeen degree weather in January with twenty to thirty mile per hour winds. Uh, some actors, including Matt Rush, were only able to do one take due to the lack of clothing and the freezing cold. Shane Douglas became very ill due to performing his own stunts in the film from the frigid cold. All the wrestlers performed their own stunts without stands, except for a few running scenes by Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Now, I found this is my own research. We could be combat, but just the sheer amount of extras here. I counted to the credits. I counted each zombie extra there were. 411 people are credited as zombie extras in the credits of this movie. Good God. Yeah, I counted each one of them. That's- <laughs> That's crazy. It is insane. It's crazy that you counted all those people. Yeah. That's what's crazy. That is, yeah, I know. But You just can't say it's a shitload. It's nope. Shit. You got to count them all. I you like are, so many. You were obsessed with the numbers on so many things. Like, what was it? Uh, the movie watched the doll parts. You counted the cell phones. You're like, I paused oh, and yeah. I counted all the cell phones. <laughs> Playing with dolls. Yeah. And 19. there's other times in the past you've done this. <laughs> you've got to know how many there are. <laughs> All right, with that, we'll move on this week because we get to play the budget game. Guess the budget. They spent how much? The budget game. All right. Have Aaron. you counted how many dollars I've been with? This thing, so. <laughs> Aaron, what is your guess for the budget of pro wrestlers versus zombies? All right. So, all right. Low budget film, obviously very low budget, but you've got, you know, WWE Hall of Famers, three of them. Uh, an Olympic gold medalist. These guys don't show up just for peanuts. They show up, they demand a fee. Um, and I understand that there was some Pittsburgh connection with uh, Shane Douglas. He's a Pittsburgh guy. The guy who made this movie is a Pittsburgh guy. Kurt Angle is a Pittsburgh guy. So maybe they give a discount. The extras obviously didn't cost shit because they're going to do it for free because they get a chance to be in this fucking movie. I would do the same. Uh, <clears throat> the quality was bad. He had a little indie wrestling show. I'm going to say... Aaron's guess. Aaron, you came in way under budget. Budget for this movie, $230,000 for pro wrestlers versus zombies. I guess I should have gone higher. I'm guessing most of that went to Kurt Angle's three-minute scene. Yeah, I mean, I really suck at this. I really, really suck at this. (laughs) Can't do it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't do it anymore. I mean, yeah, they're so recognizable names. Why wouldn't I even think about that? <laughs> I'm such a fucking idiot. <laughs> All right. Well, Aaron Wall is in his self-pity. Let's move on to five-star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. 
from Lynn. Fun and enjoyable. Watch wrestlers fight zombies. What fun! Six exclamation marks. Five stars. Steve, uh, Steven Siak. Gonna miss you, Piper! Five stars. <laughs> Gonna miss you, Piper. And from AG. I found Ashton Amherst his whole career. His performance is off the chain, yo! He plays by cowboy rules in the ring. <laughs> Five stars. Is that <laughs> Angus? Yeah. Angus is first off the hook. It turns out he didn't even speak his own line. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere near a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess his character in wrestling, he plays by cowboy rules in the ring. Whatever that he is. does play <laughs> by cowboy rules in the ring. <laughs> that was it. That was all the five-star reviews. Um, so I wanted to play one last little fun game here. Okay, Co- sure. Fun with you. Because we're talking about wrestlers. We're going to add a wrestler, make the movie better. If you could add a one wrestler to this cast that you would think would make the movie better, who would you add? Ooh, that's a good question. And it could be, like, we'll say anybody from the like, 80s. Like, somebody from the recent. It doesn't have to be like, a current person. Um, just anybody. Does fame count? Because, I mean, you put the rock in anything, it's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, anybody. Just any, any wrestler you want. Hmm. Who would you put in this movie? Part of me just thought the berserker. No, um, hmm. that's a really good question. I want to go back to the '80s. I'm going to make it an '80s wrestler because that seems to be that's you know it's it's uh you know or Attitude Era or '80s wrestler. Yeah, One of those makes two. sense. So those are the kind I'm going to look for. Mick Foley would be great. I honestly think he'd do very well in this. Um, Al Snow wouldn't be a bad recommendation. I either. did like Al Snow and Camp Masker. His little scene there. I know made you laugh. did. I, I know like you that. did. You liked that a lot. <sighs> but I think I'm going to have to go with Chris Jericho. Ooh. I think Chris Jericho would have been fucking fantastic in this I, movie. That's a good choice. Chris Jericho is good in everything he does. Yep. That's a great choice. Um, mine. I I wrote down three just in case you would have picked by some chance. Picked my my first. I kind of named off a couple there but too. Yeah. My my first one, Macho Man. Oh yeah! I, lo- I don't know why. I just love to see Macho Man going. Oh yeah, zombies dropping it. elbows dropping on elbows zombies. zombies off like stairways. Oh. Like I would love to see that. Uh, next, just because uh, the spectacle and to see him come back as a zombie would be, and be pretty awesome. Big Show. Can you make yes. fight Big Show zombie? Yes, that would be. That'd be awful. That'd be amazing. Ultimate zombie. Yeah, yeah. That's um, like a that's like mini boss in a yeah. video game. Yeah, it's like you got to kill this giant zombie. Exists. Yeah. And then for to, to, for a modern touch, if you wanted to really bring it, you might might not know this guy, but just because he's he's witty and he's he's a good character to talk, he'd be fun in that movie. Uh, Enzo Amore, who is a he's he's a current guy. You might not know him, but a lot of wrestler fans will know him. He would be interested just because he's. He's such a character. He's so good on the mic, and he's witty. Uh, again, just to see him in that environment, just to let and let him ad lib and just let him go would been, I think, kind of would be entertaining. As I well. do not know him. Yeah, I just uh, I have not kept up with wrestling since two thousand five, two thousand. Yeah, about the mid two thousands. I just kind of started fading off. Right, I'm just it saying. goes in waves with me. I know I'm cyclical. Um, you know. But okay, so that's that's it. Uh, we're gonna start wrapping up here. Uh, so final thoughts, reviews, or, or, or your take on pro wrestlers versus zombies? Pro wrestlers versus zombies. I mean, the title says it all. I mean, just because you, can't, it doesn't matter about character development. It doesn't matter. It certainly doesn't. Uh, so. I'm going to say so bad it's good. Oh. I mean, it's just so much fun. <laughs> but it, it honestly, it barely makes so bad it's good. Because you had stupid moments like heart, fucking go balls out. 
you know, don't have this weird heartfelt moment where Hot Rod's having this, like, Oscar-worthy-esque type of performance. I agree with you on that. You know, why aren't we seeing things like dropping elbows off of the top rope and smashing like Matt Hardy's seen fighting him. It's like Matt Hardy's been in TLC matches. He had the he's ladder. He's using stuff. He's dropped off the top, like the top part of the, the, he should be in a yeah. twist of fate to the zombie. Like, right. Have you know, their we, we should have seen some more finishing moves. We should have gone more ham. Yeah. I wanted to see more ham. It's pro wrestlers versus zombies. Ham it up, man. <laughs> Slap a piece of cheese on it. You got yourself a ham sandwich. God damn. Have some fun. A little bit more fun, a little bit more camp. Yeah. You know, it it you you kinda you can you you could you could have left it. I thought the hacksaw moment with Hot Rod was perfect. Just a little bit of oh like the sad moment of hacksaw. Oh mean a leg. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was fun. So but you needed more of it. You okay. needed more of it. However, still great fun. Good, fun, stupid movie. So bad it's good. All right. Um, I, I'm torn. I'm actually probably going to say so bad it's scary for all the reasons you just said. Only be, um, But I will say so bad it's good for me personally. Yeah. If you're a wrestling fan, you're going to like it. You'll, you know who the wrestlers are. You'll get some things they're talking about. You'll recognize the moves. But if you're not a wrestling fan... I'm going to say overall, it's going to be so bad, scary. You're yeah, not going to like yeah, it. Yeah, I would agree with so that. So to the masses, it's so bad, scary. But for me, personally, so bad, it's good. But I got to go with what, like a wide, look at the wide spectrum here. I'll say so bad, scary. Again, because of exactly what you said, I wish they would have gone full-blown over-the-top camp with this. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I get tired of that. But this is the this is the venue, the the, the vehicle to do it with. It's in the they title. Should, yeah, they should have been by-slamming, suplexing, zombies left and right, finishing moves. They didn't, and yeah, they get way too emotional with catchphrases. The- yeah, throw out all the catchphrases you got. I man. mean, exactly. You don't need the mushy like Os- Roddy Piper Oscar moment we played for you earlier. That doesn't need to be there. We don't need Grant. There's no backstory. You don't really need it. Just have wrestlers versus zombies. You don't need. First of all, you don't need Angus and black magic and demons or whatever the fuck's going on. Just have a zombie outbreak. Zombie outbreak has occurred. You don't need that. Just have zombies take on wrestlers and just have fun with it. And that would have been amazing. Just so much fun. But because they dropped the ball on that, which I think would have made it better. I'm I, I'm saying so bad, scary to the masses, but wrestling fans and myself, I did enjoy it for the most part. I will say so bad is good, but overall so bad. So scary. Officially you're going to say so, so bad, bad scary, scary officially. Um, all right, uh, that wraps it up for this week. But before we don't turn off, turn, turn us off yet. Cause we do want to plug something. Uh, Coming up on Friday, April 21st, especially for your local St. Louis listeners, and I think you can find it online too, we are going to be featured on the Brothers on Whatever radio show here in St. Louis. We're going to be doing an interview with them. They asked us to come on and talk to them about our show and do it. So check out that radio show. Listen, you know, you can check us out uh, and, and tune into that. Friday Friday night, I think it's at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. I don't know. Check the website. <laughs> We've been trying to get booked on the show before. Last time it's when Snowmageddon happened. Snowmageddon, yeah. So, yeah, we couldn't uh, wait. So this is our reschedule. We're going to be back on Friday, April 21st. You can check that out. Um, and in the meantime, uh, any close, anything else you want, you want to say here before we, we wrap it up here? Oh, man. I, I wish I had a great wrestling phrase to say right now. <laughs> oh, nothing. I got nothing. Oh, I'm just kind a of good spent. woo. Just give a good woo. All right, there you go. I do a pretty good woo. You do a good woo. Thanks. All right, mate. That's it for us. In the meantime, we're going to wrap up, watch more horror movies, and remember to always keep it tight.